This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got ourselves a lot of decisions made in the Frontier office. We'll talk about all of those. We'll talk about some uh, trade watches ahead of the draft. We'll talk a little bit about the draft. And, uh, gang, we've done it. We've made it back to 1980. Russians are taking over and holding their players hostage. What a feeling. Face Off Hockey Show. Right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. All right, we're here, everybody. We've done it. Um, Scotty Waz, it's Johnny P there. I'm here. Not, not in Montreal. No. Like everyone else, we are. No. Finally tuned to our seats. It's fine. We can do the show from anywhere now. It's a exactly. lot easier. Exactly. And less money. <clears throat> yeah. So. Less passing around of the uh, of the fake belt, though. Exactly. That's true. Last time we had it. That's on our Patreon. If you want to sign up for that, you get that $5 foot long. Uh, put the $5 in the Patreon. You get to see that from uh, years past, 2009. I only remember that through the pictures I took. Right. Because you were, you were on something. <sighs> on one, baby. Whew. That was bad, bad day for some reason. It was an interesting day. Interesting time. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, we will be doing a draft show, however. Mm-hmm. We'll be uh, doing it Friday night. We'll record it Friday night. Will we live stream it? Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Stay tuned. Maybe. But it'll be up there on Saturday for you if you don't catch it and you can get a review on all this stuff from that but before we get there we got to get to this past week and johnny what'd you uh, get yourself up to this week oh uh i played a lot of golf this weekend and by a lot it means two days all right perfect of golf i played on sunday and monday uh, mm-hmm. but i played really well on monday played at bay hill which is a bay hills is a smaller course like not as long of a golf course around Arnold, I believe. Yeah, I guess it's near Anne Arundel Community College. Yeah, it's Arnold area. Arnold, um, we. Yeah, yeah, but I played really well that day. That was awesome. That was a lot of good feelings that day. Nice. The one you were shot at 86? Yeah. Nice. And I got, uh, <clears throat> I decided to get my, I needed a, uh, so I have an Oakley divot repair tool that i bought from the oakley store in like the early 2000s when oakley was like into golf basically and i feel like it's worth a bunch of money now like because oakley people are weird people mm-hmm. um and it's something that pro- people have probably lost or broke or something you know whatever uh so i was like all right i'm gonna get a new 
divot repair tool. So I went to Amazon and I was searching and Amazon gave me a ton of different things. But it gave me this one company that gave that did custom divot repair tools. So I got a Maryland Black Bears logoed divot repair tool, like ball marker thing. It came out really nice too. Yeah, it does look pretty sharp. So it's pretty cool. And then I got a, a Bruno head cover for uh, my three wood. I mean, I'm sure he's okay with it. It's just a head, you know. Yeah, you know what? If he's had a problem with it, he's not saying anything. So That's true. He hasn't talked to me in years. That's a good friend right there. Agreed. Um, so, yeah. So, that was most of my weekend, really. I didn't do much. I went to the Hereford Zone uh, oh. for a little bit on Saturday to see some friends. There were some goats out there. Interesting. Like not like cool, like not like Tiger Woods or anybody like right, like the veteran, like Tom Brady, like they were real goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, now I'm back to work. I'm going to see the Orioles tomorrow, though. There you go. I got that going for me, which is nice. I got a uh, Adley Rushman Team USA. I saw that. Card. that pretty, let me guess, pants. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing that the gray was the pants. Uh, so yeah. I liked it. I liked it. It was different than the other cards that were out there. So. Yeah, 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 I uh, all for it. I jumped yeah. on the bandwagon. I mean, Her, everybody loves that kid. Why not? Right now, <laughs> he's finally heating up. Don't go for it. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing well since he got called up uh, from what I've seen. Took a couple weeks for him to get going. And then he finally, you know, he's getting the timing down. So and that that whole team, holy shit! This team was well, not expect, expected to win more than sixty games, and they're on path for being close to five hundred. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> close to five hundred. <laughs> five hundred games—that's a record. Amazing. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the nineteen eighty nine team. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what I liken it to, just because you know I lived in that era. That was our like cult following team, but it's basically like. All right, so we have all these prospects. We can't do worse. Right. Just bring them up. What the yeah. hell? Uh, bring them up. See what happens. Paying <laughs> off for them now. I know. I know. And I'm going to get my first look at that left field wall that's in the middle of the stands now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it just jutes out. It's just yeah. there. Yeah, it's like just grew. The field grew on its own. It's got <laughs> It's got, it's got like a appendage, like an extra like growth that needed to be cut off. It's like it's like breast implants are just oh wow they just hit you in the face. Wow, I haven't seen you for a while. Damn, how long has it been? Um, so yeah. that's cool. So that'll be between tonight's show and Friday night's show. Hey, Mazel. Oh, it's weird how time works. Amazing how that works. But you'll probably won't even listen to it until after both shows. Yeah, depending on when you download it. Which, by the way, Sean Leahy to... will listen to it tomorrow because he always texts me the next day. He started texting me during MLS games now as well, just to like talk about like soccer. And I'm like, all right. Do so you have a kid? Sure. Doesn't he have like a family? Uh, he does. He does have a oh. child. Yes. Oh. Yeah, but uh, but uh, Drinky McGee probably doesn't have anything going on right now. Like, you know, Little League might be over. Who knows? Shouldn't be. It's fucking no Sean Leahy coaching Little League currently. I mean, Sean Leahy's at the draft, right? Are we? He gets sure? to travel. 
Are we sure he's at the? I honestly do not know. I, I have honestly, no idea who is or is not. Like, I know physically Shin, at the draft until like tomorrow, probably. I know with Shinsi's there. I know. I know other people are, are going there because they're because he's tweeting in the Eastern Time Zone. Well, he uh, with Shinsi's there because he's already tweeting his food. Oh, okay. so um, you know that's a solid effort. God bless him for doing that. Uh-huh. If he if he listens to the show, which I doubt he does anymore, um, he does not. No, that's a very I, true statement. Because he big times us, and that's fine. He's moved on to bigger and better things. Because <laughs> he big times us. Yeah. Hey man, can you do a spot on Wednesday? Hey, I'll get back to you. Six months hey, later. Hey, you want to come on for our twentieth uh, anniversary show? Ah, okay. I, you know what? I'll get back to you on that. Hit me about up. the twenty first. Yeah. I get it. You're busy, man. I get it. You're ESPN, but come on, man. ESPN. We we fucking we we smoked outside the goddamn. We smoked outside the goddamn Bell Center and put a cigar out uh, on uh, fucking Maurice Richard for Christ's sake. Yeah, we've done shit. The the last time I messaged him, wasn't he uh, part of the smoked meat night as well, where you guys were walking around Montreal looking for smoked meat? <laughs> yes, that was the Friday. That was the Friday night. That might have been the same night, actually. The Friday night was. Friday night was the no, because Saturday night we no. The Friday night was the bar, the Irish bar. We went to again, but we were downstairs. And then we Friday went, night was yes. The Friday the, night was the uh, was the picture that I got of the uh, the three horsemen, yes. you, Wasinski and Lyle in black and white. Yes, and then we went to the fake rink. Yes, because I got a picture of Mark laying in the goalie spot. Yep, and that's where we went to the convenience store and got uh, looked at convenience store meat. So that is that night. That was the that Friday was that night. night. So I remember that night. Yeah, the next night is the night you don't remember because you went home early during the thirty-two ounces of fucking uh, rum and coke. I don't even remember being at that. Perfect. Good. This was uh, the night that I bought a bottle of Captain Morgan for the show, and, and then you, I drank you. it all pretty much. It was all you. Um, and I don't know why. It was just a bad, bad, bad timing, I guess. I don't know. Right. So. Uh, yeah. So that next night, you we went to an Italian place and then afterwards yeah. to Peel's mm-hmm. Pub and you were not you were almost falling asleep at the table. Falling so, asleep is a good way to put it. So, yeah. So Mark <laughs> took you back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Me and Shinsky right. with, with B.D. Galoff. At just this random coffee shop, we smoked cigars there. Then went to the Bell Center Plaza uh-huh. and smoked cigars outside the Bell Center Plaza. Put the cigar out on Maurice Richard as our crew comes up and talks about their ex- uh, their experience at Club Supersex. Right. Yes. So that's what happened there. And mm-hmm. then we're just like, well, that this means the night's over, so we have to go. <laughs> I always did appreciate. So I appreciated always. Hanging out with BD because I love BD. BD man. would be like BD at some point of the night would be like, I'm kind of tired of this scene. Do you guys just want to go somewhere and smoke a cigar? Or we're like, yeah. we didn't bring any cigars. And he's like, I've got like 12. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> he opens up like a suitcase of cigars. <laughs> he's like, here, 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 take this one. All right. Thanks, BD. And yeah, that, I always I always appreciated hanging out with him. He is such a is such a good dude to talk about on a variety of subjects too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is very knowledgeable about everything. And the New York scene is he was the one who started the scene about 
hey, you guys might want to get on that, that train. It's going to probably close soon. I'm like, oh, That's shit. Fine. And then, that, that, that was when we were outside smoking the smoking. cigars. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. was when we were outside, and then we just kind of Irish goodbye to everybody. Yeah, and, yeah, and still missed everything. Still missed the fucking thing and had to take a cab. <laughs> and that's where uh, us and the Pope and Sean Leahy all got uh, communicated. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, us and the Pope made it home in the cab. Luckily, somehow, the guy somehow. went the wrong way. Yeah. Somehow, somehow. And that was also jazz, uh, jazz fight night. That was jazz fight night. I forgot about that. I remember Jazz Fight Night. Jazz Fight Night was a was boy howdy. That was a trip. Literally. <laughs> jazz Fight Night. Wow. Oh, man. That was a good time. Uh, so, Wyshynski, I, I, I texted. The last time I, I got communicated from Wyshynski. You got communicated like, back? Hey. Huh? You got something back? So, th- well, I'm going to tell you because I'm dropping DMs. Uh, May 3rd, 2020, I asked him, hey, you want to jump on soon? He's like, I got to check gotta get, check on timing on a couple of things. I'll get back to you. May 4th, 2020. Uh-huh. Nothing. And then I communicate to him March 10th, 2021. I'm like, hey, dude, whenever you get a Wednesday night, like around 745 to whenever, let us know. <laughs> Left on red. I don't know. Maybe he's not allowed to talk to us either. That, yeah. You know what? I, I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised, but I mean, tell tell you boys, let us know so we're not just like you thinking you're big timing us. He's big timing us. He's, he's big timing us, Jerry. He's big we might have a better us. chance of getting Emily on the show at this point. Fuck. <laughs> we don't even know her. No, exactly. We could get Kevin Weeks on the goddamn show. He'll break some news on the show. I would, yeah, I would love to get Kevin Weeks on the show. I appreciate Kevin Weeks a lot. I talked to him. Uh, at the Heritage Classic Presser. Nice. Like, and this dude, like, this was, like, he just retired. Like, he just retired. And then, next thing you know, like, he is, like, on top of things. And he is just a dude. I'm glad dude. that he's gotten to the point that he is. Absolutely. He's fantastic for hockey. He he is what's needed in hockey. Like, he is yes. a good dude. Knows smart. his stuff. Knows his people, too. Super smart. Can yeah. catch a fish. Right. <laughs> right so this weekend i was watching some uh some breaks uh okay. breaking food with electric boogaboo um and saturday night i was uh, i checked this out and i saw this get pulled from a case and it's uh, a dylan cousins future oh. watch autograph patch wow at a 99 that's beautiful I'm like, oh, these patch cards are fucking fantastic. Is that the like four hundred dollar box? Yes. Yeah. The SP authentic. You get five. You get eighteen packs, five cards a pack. But then they have the uh, those ultimate sets that are one pack, and that's four hundred bucks for one pack, oh. four cards. But they're all hits. They all have autographs. They all got packs. So I, I appreciate also now how they've gotten to like able to keep like the stitching intact. For that right. card i saw someone was selling on twitter it was uh no i saw it on an ebay <laughs> twitter it, well there is people selling cards on twitter oh all right way uh for like trades and stuff um but i saw on ebay there's an archer's Bay and martin Burdor patch one of one Oof. and it and it's the crest and on marty Burdor one you can see the puck marks on the damn thing that's cool i'm like that's sick so, but that's yeah, probably just, like a thousand dollars. I know, right? 
Actually, how much was it? We'll, we'll check that out. But Greg, Greg, listen, get on your burner account. Email us and let us know if you can come on. Or <laughs> I love you, dude. Um, right now it's currently at forty-eight dollars for twenty. It's got twenty bids on it, and there's a day and seventeen hour. It closes at Friday at eleven forty a.m. Oh, that's not bad. So, and shipping's four sixty-seven. So it's a mega dual patch. So still the one uh, I think the card that I like the most that I've bought over the past like two years or so is that uh, Willie O'Ree card that I have that has part of like his leather glove in it and the signature. Uh huh. That's a nice card. I like that one. The Chase Elliott one's pretty cool, too, because you can actually see like it's part of his like um, suit that you can like actually see like in the picture like. Like the picture of him wearing it, you can see like where they cut the little swatch out from. Sure. Like you're like, oh, it's right there. That's fantastic. Ugh. Anyway, that's what I did. I didn't. I I didn't do much. It was Fourth of July weekend. Didn't do shit for Shinola. Just hung out. Went to work on Monday. Got some. Got that time and a half. There doing you go. A, doing a project so no one could bother me. It's smart. See, when you go into work on. Like the Friday before a holiday or on the holiday weekend, you can get so much stuff done. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier when there aren't people that are like, we want to have a meeting with you about nothing. Uh, it's so. not like Seinfeld. <laughs> Pretty much. And that, that debuted uh, 33 years ago. Seinfeld, I think it was yesterday. July uh. 1989. So. Yep. Um, it was a different world. Yeah, I know. Kind no, of. That was actually one, I think, a couple years earlier. Oh, I got you. Years later with Sinbad. Because that was a spinoff of the Cosby show. Right. I agree. You're right. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, all right. Let's get to some news. Not a lot of injury reports going on. No injuries. Do we need music? No, we don't need music. Okay. We should get Patreon music, though. Oh, Patreon music. I do yeah. have... I told you I have new Lefty and the Lowriders. I need to listen to it. Right. See if there's anything new we can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CD was handed to me, and uh, Chucky quite literally said, uh, yeah, I told the boys I was bringing our new music down with me to Maryland. And, mm-hmm. he's like, and everybody's like, what do you mean? Why are you taking the music? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, because I'm giving it to the only person who's ever given us public, uh, any like uh, publicity. Right. And they're like, oh, you're going to see Pitts? Nice work. Yeah, nice. Tell him I said hi. Tell him what up. Nice. Yeah, I remember we all went to uh, Charlie's wedding and I pulled up our show on YouTube. And like everybody in the band just stopped and was like, how do you have our music on your phone? And I was like, it's not your music. This is our show. He's like, and everybody's like, "Wow!" <laughs> is that you or is that Pop Dog? No, that's me. Oh, man. Mark's not going to be here for another five like, to twelve minutes. <laughs> five to twelve minutes. <laughs> uh, well, then we can get started on the Patreon. Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Give a dollar, get the video show, help us out a little bit, and if you give five dollars, you can help pick a. Uh, Pick yourself a nice little segment. You can help vote on that. You can also, uh, you know, just check it out. Check us out. Get some old, uh, old-timey bits on top of video. Who knows? We might have some other stuff in there for you as well. 
Um, and you also, for the $5, you get the discount code through the month of July over on the Face Off Hockey Show uh, web shop. So you can go and get that and peep that. I think that's I think that's for all mem- all Patreons. Well, either way, go check it out. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. All the money goes back into the show. You can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. It's a good time had by all. So good that we got a tie. Tie. So that means we're going to break it up. So we'll have one portion here. We'll have another portion with Lyle. We're going to get to one portion here with the... You know what? I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it on the fly here. All right. Because hmm. I, 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 I want to know Lyle's thing about this the, on the fly on the redrafting situation. Oh God. Because I think we should have fun with that. We don't have really much to talk about with Lyle aside from the Russia stuff, and we'll get to that in a bit too. <laughs> right. So the Memorial Cup happens every year. It does. Um. There's. I there's, watched some of it. Yeah. Uh, so the champions of the OHL, QMJHL, or Kumja, as it's more properly known, the WHL and the host city all get in, do a round robin, and there's the, the one with the best record goes to the championship game, and then the next two teams battle it out to see who's going to win. So what happened this year is that the, the host city, the St. John Sea Dogs, uh, won the whole shebang bang They're like, hey, we're going to do this. Uh, and then they did it. Good. So th- this brought right up a little... Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah it, it brought up a little fervor with people. Oh, jeez, because people... Like, is this Twitter? Uh, I think it's hockey in general. Ooh, all right. Hockey people in general. Because um, St. John lost in the first round of the Kumja. Okay. Uh, lost to Ramuski, then had about a month and a half to rest up while other the other teams played throughout the division. Okay. And teams like Shawinigan and 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 uh, Hamilton uh-huh. and I can't remember the other team uh, from the Western Conference or Western Hockey League. So they they battled it out, had a battle through, and then Viola, they uh, you know, Dun Dunsky. Uh-huh. So the discourse is why why the fuck are we having a host city when they can lose in the first round or sometimes not even make it and then be rested enough enough for the playoffs. And the discourse with that is because the NCAA doesn't like they don't have like a host city for the championship and they go from there. Okay. Which I think it's kind of a misnomer because you have regionals and it's a whole different case structure, but <clears throat> correct. Um regardless and i can see some aspect of them you know i can i can see why it's annoying because yeah this team gets rested up and the junior kids get rested up and then boom they win the big prize in junior hockey and for what like right. they didn't like these other teams actually battled it out but no they they were good okay but then on the other side of things it's like well, they fucking hosted it. Like, what do you? Uh, you just want to have three teams there, or how do you pick a fourth team? Do you have a three-team round robin? Like, how are we going to do about this? Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure entirely about like my like just just what the right angle is for this because usually, if a team hosts the Memorial Cup, 
in the past, or at least back when we were really paying attention to junior hockey, those teams would load up on fucking prospects and run through right. the, run through the playoffs anyway. They were already getting a Memorial Cup shot, so why the hell not? Um, but this can't be the first time that a host city won the Memorial Cup when not winning their actual league. I mean, it can't be. Um, that's a good question. And if it is the first time, then more power to them. Right, exactly. They they cheese the system. Like, yeah. Like, anybody could have hosted this, right? Like, I'm sure that the CHL takes whoever's money and wants to host this. Okay, so the host, te- so host team that hasn't won is what we're looking for, right? The host team that didn't win their division, or that didn't win their championship. Right. For her. I see. So plus, when, like, I'm I'm actually kind of happy at St. John's here shooting their shot. Like, yeah, fuck it, right? The hell with them. Um, the last team, good sweet god, the last team to do it was Windsor, the Spitfire, 2017. <laughs> they also so, lo- lost in the first round. So it's not even like it was like ancient history like it was in like the 80s or something five years ago no yeah yeah. five years ago ancient history is the 80s now by the way no shit (laughs) jen Jen texted me she said she saw the devil's uh new and 40th anniversary logo she she's like i'm older than the devils this is scary yeah yeah me too right so i'm almost as old as the capitals (laughs) so windsor lost in the first round and then won the whole dang thing over Erie. Um, so that's something. Um, let's see. What's What was the discourse on this one? Shawinigan won when they hosted. And they lost in the second round. Okay. Or the quarterfinals of the Kunja. Because it looked like every fucking team got in. Like, so, I mean, the, the, the side of the coin. There's, there's two sides to this coin, right? Yes. Like as as with most coins. Yeah. Um the one side is that you load up with talent because you know that you're going to host the Memorial Cup and you're automatically in. Mm-hmm. Now what happens if the host city wins their league? Does the second place team in their league now yes. come to the Memorial Cup? Okay. Yes, as the representative for the league. Got it. Um the one side is you load up on talent, you trade blah blah blah. The other side is what <laughs> these teams are doing. Like, they just go, fuck it. Anything can happen in three games. Right. Like, I mean, they literally played four games to win the championship. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. So, every, so London was one of the, before that, it was um, Vancouver won... In 2000, they hosted and won in 2007. And let me see if they won the fucking. Oh, cool. Thanks for not showing. So it's happened like five, six times. Yeah. Not a lot. And how long has the Memorial Cup been around? Uh, Modern day. 83. Yeah. So I don't I don't have a problem with this in any way, shape or form. Then I look at the 2005 London Knights team. Holy fuck, that was a good team. Uh, so during the OHL, sweep, sweep, 
five games, five games. Jeez. And then in the Memorial Memorial Cup, um, overtime win, four two win, five uh, two win, four nothing championship win over nice. Sidney Crosby, uh, and the Ramuski Ochlianic. Let's see who was on that. Let's see who's on that team. In goal, Adam Dennison, uh, Jared Coleman, of course. Uh, notable names course. on defense: uh, Mark Mathot, uh Dan Girardi. Wow. And on up and forward, Brian Prust, Robbie Shrimp, Dan Fritchie, Dylan Hunter, Dave Bull, and Corey Perry. Not bad. With Dale Hunter behind the bench. All right. So there you go. I, I understand the discourse because people see the NCAA tournament and they're just like, oh, this is, you know, this is better. This is the, but the NCAA corner is kind of bullshit, too, because you have to use math. And like, if well, you, what are they going to do at that point, then? Are they going to decide that the... So, first of all, they only have three leagues. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to get 16 teams out of three leagues, I'm not a math major, but that doesn't divide well. No. <laughs> so So, what are we looking at at this point? Like, you have five teams from two of the leagues and six teams from the other league, and you throw them together in a bracket. And, and you can't have the teams travel. Brings right? the, uh... Because that's the literal fucking reason that there are regional leagues in Canada is so that the teams don't have to travel across the country. Right. So, so like, I don't see how this is, like, better if we make it, like, a 16-team bracket. <laughs> Get the USHL uh, champion. There you go. Well, no, you would need four teams from the USHL. Then you would just take four teams from each league and make 16. But then you would have to play out of your league. Well, I was going to say. Before you went into the final four, basically. My thing was you take the league champions. They play out fine. And then you just take the USHL champion and then voila. Mm. There you go. And then the the host city gets fucked. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, you just make one of the championship teams host at that point. Well, I guess it depends on arena availability. Well, I mean, it could also be that one of the teams is the higher seed and they're home and they have to host the games. And <laughs> Just do it like the Super Bowl, right? Is the have Super it Bowl in Phoenix. Is most, is most time. Yeah, exactly. They have an arena. Yeah. Nobody's using it in the summertime. It's fucking college. Exactly. There's, it's college. There's not going to be playoffs going on. I yeah. mean, it's going to be a small enough building. There's yeah, direct perfect. flight to Phoenix. Perfect. Phil we've Kessel's we've there. solved Canada's issues with their junior hockey. And, and Phil Kessel's there. So, I yeah. mean, it's always good for what we need to do. Um, I just don't get it when you've had something that's been around for 37 years. Right? Well, yeah. no. Well, it's you been said 83, right? Yeah, and I'm 39. So I was born in 83. Oh, true. <laughs> wow, check that out. That's bad math. Um, so almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm assuming that every time a host city won, people complained about it. I'm Unless sure. that host city won their, their bracket. Their league. Their, like, their league. That makes sense. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah. I think that there are too many people in society, in life, currently that have outlets to be able to complain into mm-hmm. the void is too big i think that's the biggest problem right yeah. now the void is very very big 
Op dog mark with a C. Welcome, sir. Hello. We're talking discourse of junior hockey and why uh, people are butt hurt because the host city won, even though they lost in the first round of the their own league playoffs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, why? Who cares? <laughs> You're right. There's that. That's the point you got to. I'm glad Mark was on the show for 35 seconds. It is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, we all have the same idea currently. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the, what's the, what's the big deal? What's the big idea? What's well, the like, deal? They were able to rest for a month. They, they didn't have the grind. They didn't rise and grind. Um. So. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I find okay. it fun. Um. Well then, don't be so damn successful. That's true. <laughs> I think See, that's. Nope, I think that's that, I think that's the thing. You're trying too hard. Lose, lose quick. Lose. Yeah. As, I think Homer Simpson was the one who said, "Let that be a lesson to you, kids. Don't try." Yep. You're right. <laughs> right. You're right. All right. Hey, we got a lot of news going in. Well, a good amount of news coming up. Um, first and foremost. The NHL schedule has been released. Rejoice, everybody. Rejoice. Oh, yay. Everything we ever wanted. I blocked life. hashtag is it October, by the way. Oh, good. Smart fucking move, honestly. I muted, I muted it. You should have. Um, so we'll face off in Prague. Predators Ooh. and Sharks go home and home on that one. Uh, the start in North America will be October. Is that the October. way that we get Russians out of Russia to come exactly. back to play in the NHL? Yep, we have a game in Prague. We'll get to that in a second. Direct uh, flight back out. <laughs> uh, so some key dates on this one. We got uh, opening in North America October 11th. Uh, November 4th and 5th, the uh, Avs and Blue Jackets will head to Finland. Winter Classic on January 2nd. What? Fenway Park. Yeah, I'm just as weirded out as you. Why? I thought it was a January 1st thing. I guess not. When is what Jan- day is? Yeah, what day is it this year? Let's see. It is a Sunday. That could be why, maybe. Oh, NFL. NFL football Sunday. You're not going to compete with that. I mean, it could be, but the NFL always plays on New Year's Day anyway, right? I don't, I don't Isn't think it so. a Christmas, New Year's Day thing where they have games? No, Thanksgiving Day and New Year's Christmas is Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, that's right. It's basketball too. It's on, thanks yeah. is on Christmas, right? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, all right. Uh, I was wrong. I just don't like my days getting mixed up. I I knew what I was doing on January first. I was right? going to the bar, watching the EPL, coming home, and watching the Winter Classic. Right. The good news is January second is going to be the observed holiday there. So there you go, day off. You yeah, but I can't the watch the EPL off. on January second. Deep Why not both? <laughs> um, I'll just record some games so I can watch them on the second beforehand. All-Star Weekend, uh, February 2nd through 5th. Stadium Series at Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh between the Caps and Hurricanes on uh, February 18th. And 15 games on April 13th, the final day of the regular season. So there's that. All right. Plan accordingly. Uh, Stanley Cup rematch will be February 9th in Tampa, Lightning and Avalanche. So there we go. Okay. Everybody wanted that. Hey, have you have you kept up with this Russia shit? Holy Christ. I've been seeing reports recently. So what ha- happened was uh, Ivan F- uh, Fedotov, 
think I'm saying that properly. He was uh, he he was played for CSKA Moscow, the Red Army team, and he was about to sign a contract with the Flyers to come over to North America to play. Um, apparently, he was uh, he was picked up by law enforcement outside Detained. of in his home city in St. Petersburg, where he was filming a documentary with a TV crew, and he was taken to the military enlistment center. Um, he was suspected of evading compulsory military service required of Russian men. Um, so then he was taken to a military hospital for, for stress-induced uh, gastritis. Um, his, uh, a Russian lawyer and his family were not allowed to visit and then he apparently was going to a military base, a naval city on the north coast of uh, Russia. So they put him out in like Siberia land. Uh huh. So um, they got that going for him. So the Russian goalie, the Russian army goalie, was trying to leave the Russian army during a Russian war. Um, and now he's out in the outpost in north, uh, the north coast of Russia. And these are concerns as well. Because Kirill Kaprizov is over in Russia, and people are saying that he is uh, suspected and wanted for fake military IDs. Yeah, I saw that one today. So, uh, he's the pe- there were conflicting reports whether or not he is over, over uh, took a flight to the U.S. If he was able to sneak away, apparently his leave ended on June 30th because new fiscal year, new military year. Ah, uh, that makes so, sense. Uh, the compulsory, uh, military situation is ages 18 to 27, though some people never serve at all. 21 month addition, uh, alternate civil service and facilities like hospital for those who object military service, but those requests can be ignored. So fun times because, uh, uh, Fedotov actually had signed his contract and they put pictures up yep. uh, him signing his contract. Well, that was the thing that did it, really. Let's yeah, yeah. He should have waited until he got over to Philly, had a cheesesteak, and then have him sign it with the cheesesteak. Right. Because I think in Philly, it's not officially legal documentation unless you sign it with some whiz. That's you know. Well, nobody beats the whiz. Oh, <laughs> this wasn't R. Kelly. I mean, sorry. Yes. Oh, we can't use R. Kelly jokes. He's in jail now for pedophilia. Mm. And whizzing. Well, yes, but I think that's part of the... That's part, of, part of the pedophilia. Yeah, that's part of the pedophilia. Whizzing on a R. Kelly holding up some ID of or the girl holding up ID. It was a fucking Chappelle show bit yeah. from twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finally come to fruition. All right. So there's that. All the best to uh, Fedotov and, and Kaprizov as they go back. Uh, maybe who the fuck knows? Maybe. Lot of coaching and front office news, ladies and germs. Let's get to it. First off, Bob Bugner was fired in San Jose. Um, unceremoniously, as they were looking for a new GM. Uh, days before it was announced, he was given the boot, him and the uh, him and the assistant coaches. Das boot. But they got a new GM, and honestly, I couldn't be happier. I wanted this guy for the Caps when the capping, uh, uh, coaching position uh, came up, and that's Mike Greer. New general manager of the San Jose Sharks. This is fantastic. I agree. Great fucking move by San Jose. Bringing in the old guard. Uh, played for them for a couple years. I didn't Which, realize that his brother was the GM at the for the Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. No, very very sports sports management uh, savvy. Yeah. There. 
And they like their their light greenish tealish colors. That's true. Like a nineties teal. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um just need another relative to get on the Charlotte Hornets and they'll be ready to go. <laughs> Uh, Greer was a scout for the Blackhawks, assistant coach in New Jersey, and uh, ho- uh, hockey operations advisor with the Rangers before taking this job, and also coached St. Sebastian School uh, up in uh, Needham, Mass. Uh, so there, yeah, that was this is a good, this is a good, good like, I think you need mass. to enunciate a little better. Needham, Mass. Needham, Mass. <laughs> or it could be going to church. You never know. That's true. We need a mass. Need a mass. <laughs> so mass. There you go. That was part one. Haley, Dr. Haley Wickenheiser was boosted to the Toronto AGM uh, for her role, and Toronto Maple Leafs fans are pissed off. What's uh, new? Because they should, they should uh, hire people on merit, not because they are uh, uh, exclusive. Like they're just because they're different. They should not be hired. Although, Haley Wickenheiser, Wickenheiser, you know, fucking Hockey Hall of Famer. One yeah. of the most decorated athletes in Canadian uh, history, yeah, yeah. in national history. Um, no, uh, you know, also got her fucking doctorate. But did she oh, ever play not. for the Maple Leafs? Right. Did she ever play in the show? The fucking, <laughs> fucking Toronto. <laughs> Man, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want no woman out there telling me what to do. I, she needs to be in a man's league with the men slapping the meat together on those boards, my man. All right, Southern Ontario guy. He's back. He just jumps in at any point that we need to talk about. Exactly. Diversity hockey. Things aren't manly enough. Southern Ontario. We won't ask him about Mike Greer because reasons. Mm. No, no, we're not allowed to have him on the show. And we will not talk to Boston people about fucking anybody that is not Irish. Um. Kate Madigan also uh, boosted to AGM, but of the New Jersey Devils. Nice. She gets a jump on that. She was in the hockey ops business there. Um, now dropping down to the coaches, Rick Bonus, reuse, recycle, is now the head coach in Winnipeg. Uh, so he gets a new deal. Was was he already the coach in Winnipeg? I think the previous incarnation. Of okay. Because the they like they welcomed him back, and then well, it's like, huh. Uh, it's almost like he never left. He might not have. He might live in Winnipeg. Who knows? Might, he, he might be from Winnipeg. We don't. We're, we're not. He's like, I'm not living in Texas. The oh, place he, is hot. He played in Winnipeg. For, oh, okay. That'll be it then. For 46 games. <laughs> Perfect. Winnipeg Jets legend. And then he coached for 28 games in the 80s. Perfect. Even better. And then he coached uh, 20 games in 2003-04, but Same. that was with the Coyotes. Uh, but they were also the Winnipeg Jets. Gotcha. <laughs> he went two twelve and three, uh, two twelve three and three in those twenty games. Shockingly enough, missed the. Oh well. Playoffs. Oh well. Um. So he is hired there. Derek Lalonde, the assistant coach of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, gets uh is now part of the Iser Manifesto, as he is picked up as the new head coach for the Detroit Red Wings. Nice. Uh, Lalonde also knows Detroit well, coaching the uh, Toledo Walleye, the ECHL affiliate of the Red Wing, for a while. So uh, props to him. Jim Montgomery back behind the bench. Former Dallas head coach is now the head coach in Boston. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, Jessica Campbell was named assistant of the Coachella Valley playlist. Uh, 
as uh, she becomes the first female coach in AHL history. Nice. Um, she is uh, coached uh, coached over. Let's see, where did she coach? She coached over in the DEL, uh, DEL for the Nuremberg Ice Tigers and was assistant coach for Germany at the World Championships this year. Former Team Canada player, uh, um, and yeah, she was a skills coach for the uh, the Ice Tigers nice. this past year. Uh, so congrats to her on that. By and Kim. Then, huh? By Kim. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for her call, for Christ's sake. Like, it's almost undeniable at this point. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Part 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 of me wants other things to happen. I would love to keep her in the organization, but I know she's got to spread her wings and fly. Mm-hmm. Like an eagle to the sea. That's seal, actually. Finally, Emily Engel uh, Natsi. Natsi. I don't know how to say that last name without it being very bad. Um, Emily Engel boosted to the Washington Capitals video coach. She kind of kicked this whole thing off, becoming the first female full-time coach in the NHL. And then everything else kind of went uh, through it. So she comes from Hershey's uh, video team out there. So, again, knowing the organization, very crucial. And it'll be a good, easy transition for her going forward. So congrats to her on that. And speaking of Hershey, this week, baby, Three ice. Ooh. Three ice in Hershey. You know, it, <sighs> I found it on CBS Sports. That's where it is. CBS Sportsnet every Saturday. Yeah. I might watch this week. 7 p.m. Uh, I'm going to be screening, uh, dual screening. Oh, that 7 p.m. That starts late. Jeez. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, th- this past week in Grand Rapids started at 1 o'clock. Yeah. I thought it was on and during the day. <laughs> yeah. Like... No, it varies. That's the problem. Uh, varies. But the 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 on ice product is is fun because it's and one hockey essentially. Okay. Is there it, like a hype man on the ice? No, but there's music playing constantly. Okay. I I I liken it to if NHL overtime fucked n- the National Lacrosse League. Definitely <laughs> be <at> top. <laughs> is there like a two point goal like a Scotty Waz? No, Shot. there's not, but there is an arch. There is an arch that when the goalie saves the puck, they cannot go into the arch until it's played out by a player. Um, okay. So they it, have to like what? They have to like toss the puck behind the net. How does that work? There's a, there's a arch. There's a crease in front, and there's a crease behind. It's a blue zone. Mm, um, I where see. You can, cur- you can curse up a storm, and no one can touch you. Right. It's like comedy in the 1980s. What, um, what gets used more often? The crease in the front or the crease in the back? Baby, you know. <laughs> Just yeah, two different ways to say. Wait, what? <laughs> it's it's a question of whether you want to take it from behind or to take from behind. Right, that's true. That's true. Um, but three ice, you play it. You play it off the netting. That's also a fun caveat. That's nice. And uh, penalties are penalty shots with a chase. I appreciate that. So instead of a penalty, you get a penalty shot, and then once you touch the puck. Um, everyone's chasing after you. I would totally so what, go. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, is everybody just at center ice waiting? Yes. So they're well, no, they're at the blue line, the far blue line. <laughs> oh my god! And then the guy picks up the ice at center, or picks up the puck at center, and then skates in on the and as he touches the puck, everyone's chasing after him. That's pretty cool. I like that, John. I think your camera froze. It did. Sure. I thought so too. I couldn't see myself talking anymore. At least you can hear me. That's true. We don't need the video. Let's turn the camera off and see what happens. Duh. Oh, there's Mark. And there he goes. And there I go. 
Oh, I'm back. And then there he's back, and now I'm back. And I'm frozen again. <laughs> Great, man. Oh, well. Oh, there, you there you are. All right. Woo-hoo. Let's go. So, tickets still available. The crowd in Grand Rapids was a crowd. Sparse. Sparse, sparse. Did you have to wait in line to get concessions? Probably. I don't. Well, I guess the question is then, how many concession stands were open? Right. Because <laughs> at that point, who the fuck knows? But... It looks like fun. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of not known players, but you have the legends behind the bench. You got your Brian Trottiers, your Joe Mullins, your Geek Arbanos. It's you a concept. Could, it's a concept. It's a good summer league thing. So it's it's on a shitty network, but it's fun for the family. I actually didn't realize I had it except for the U.S. national team games that randomly were on that, and I was like, oh, to I be can fair, watch. I didn't know either. <laughs> I didn't know it <laughs> until I saw. When I it was the first time of uh, the first event, it just says event one as the uh, the uh, preview. It doesn't say what the sport is or anything. It's just a hot on on YouTube TV. It's just the picture of a hockey stick, and then uh, it says event one. I'm like, huh, what is this? And I click it in. And I'm like, oh right, this fucking league. Okay, cool. Nice. There you so, go. shout out to them. It's fun. It's it's goofy. They have one guy on the breakaway, uh, picked it up. Did a spinorama, was about to tuck it in on his backhand, kicked it to his forehand, and like wristed it in. I'm like, that's fucking sick. So I'm gonna ask See, a dumb question then. Like on the penalty shot, uh-huh. right? What if you got a dude on the ice that's just like fast as shit? Can you go in on a two on zero because no one can catch him? And like, ooh, that's you good. can pass that's... the puck. Can you pass the puck to like another player? That's and, like, exactly what in? I like. What if, or what if there was somebody tries to pull a Kuznetsov and just like goes in really slowly and waits for the play to develop, <laughs> and finds <laughs> the guy on the other side of the goal? <laughs> <laughs> like he goes to make a move, but he leaves the puck in the middle of the crease and brings the goalie with him, and somebody just comes in and like slams it in the open net. Like, a flying V. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I wonder if there are rules against this. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't think there's anyone fast enough, unfortunately. Uh, in this, league. no Luis Mendoza. No Luis Mendoza, unfortunately. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to find if if they have this fucking thing on the on the goddamn uh, their on the YouTube on the YouTube's on their little show. Um, the bet they call it the best part of hockey. I don't know, man. Hmm. Three ice in three minutes. Brought to you by Bit Casino. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was that week th- was it week three? Yeah, it was it must have been week three. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I found the goal. All right, so we can we can demonstrate this. So here we go. First off, so here so here it is. So here's the blue paint. Okay. So these are the these are the you can't touch after like after the puck goes out of play or a save. You can't touch it until it gets played out of there. So there's that area there. So we see this dude with a nice spin around. He gets a high stick right in the mush. Uh-huh. Here comes the penalty shot. Here he comes. He's coming in. Picks it up. Whoop. Whoop. And then away he goes. Picks it up. Backhand. Oh, tuck. That was and, nice. Yeah. Just, and then here's, here's it. They got a camera on the ice at all times. Whoop. And then is, away. That the, is there like the guy in the total white suit that's skating around with the camera? Because those nope. are the best for the world championships. No, he's got a referee uniform on with a big <laughs> camera. On a gimbal on his chest, but it's it's fun hot like it's just there's a lot of scoring there's a and you can't all right so here's the fucking thing you can see the numbers on the black team's jersey 
the yellow team's jerseys yellow on yellow. That's, That's not not great. No. The the silver team and the black teams you have deciphering numbers. Every other team that has a color to them is that color on that color jersey. Okay. Not great for TV viewing. One bit. All right. So, but it's it's a it's a fun dumb league. Like <laughs> there's Joey Mullen. He's having a great time. He's got a vest on. <laughs> playing great. A little flipsky over there. I mean, those. the only thing that would make this better is if there were ramps. Right? There's there's Brian Trottier. He's got a vest on and a cowboy hat. He's having the time of his life. He's loving it. It's Parker Milner. They get a big win. Big win for team. Uh, that, look there. There you go. See, there's the standings. There's, Brian Trottier's loving it. He's taking a victory. He's got his fist up in solidarity with his brothers. It's a fucking good time for everybody. <laughs> it's a great time for three ice. Go catch the action. I like it. Next week in Hershey. Yeah, this this coming Saturday in Hershey. Oh, Brian Burke is joining us. Yeah, what the fuck is Burke? I thought you guys would appreciate it. finally this. got a background. Congrats. Yes, yes. The renos in the in my office are finally done. Finally done. Right, done it. <sighs> Tiring. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Uh, happy draft week to you and yours, Lyle. Um, and, to you as, and to you and yours as well. Yes. Exactly. We are how getting... was uh, how was your July Fourth? Everybody, I worked. I don't fucking know. I played golf. Got all my fingers. That's good. Oh, that's good. the broken one. Oh jeez, don't give me that finger. <laughs> um, how was your Canada day? Oh, as you saw by the pictures, it was uh, it was delightfully refreshing. Man, is that the thanks slogan? To, thanks to Bobby Margarita. Yeah. Or is it refreshingly delightful? It can be both. Yes, it's depends how many you have. Yeah, right. can I just say something? Some I I had uh, tweeted out. You know, I said didn't know if uh, Bob McKenzie would reply or even like it or whatever. Anyway, I tweeted. I said, yeah, you know, finally made this thing. Finally made it to PEI, enjoying the beverages. Somebody asked me. They said, how is it? And I and I replied. I said, I said, yeah, it's refreshing. I said, but it could use a little more uh, tequila. <laughs> and that kind of that kind of like from Bob McKenzie. <laughs> even even the guy who's whose own product thinks, yeah, I could use more tequila. <laughs> awesome. I'm waiting for the Bobby. It's like you can only put so many in a kid, but you know how to add more. Well, exactly. You have a <laughs> shot glass or a rough estimate of a shot. Yeah, it's seasoned to taste. You I measure. <laughs> <laughs> I take the Italian grandmother approach to making my drinks. Smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I just same, the recipe is never the same. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just estimate as well. And it's that, also it's, written on a, a three by five postcard from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, since we're doing a uh, kind of sort of doing our pre-draft show, and and in 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 better days we all would have been in Montreal. You know, well, I figured I'd dress for the occasion, so. And I'll do the same thing on Friday night too. Though I'll have scotch in hand by that point. So, as you should. Um, before we get to the other stuff, we get to the sad stuff. Preston Priest, Brian Marchman. Yeah, uh, passed away was... in Montreal uh, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Very very sad news. Yeah. yeah. Um, fifty three. Yeah. Very young. Yeah, it's still still not old by any stretch. But uh, yeah, I played 17 seasons. I'm sure all of us remember watching him at some point, one point or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was on the ice. He was definitely uh, definitely not a Lady Bing uh, nominee, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, but you know, as as with all these things, so away from the ice, apparently a sweetheart of a guy. So 
yeah really really sad yeah condolences to his family and friends definitely hmm. so so such a thing mm. such is life uh, all thoughts and prayers to uh, his family and to everybody. That's an appropriate time for thoughts and prayers. Yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah, not, that's not the appropriate context for thoughts and prayers. Context and the only context. In indeed. So, there we go. So, starting off on a somber note can only go up from here, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do this. Patreon. Uh -oh. We have a Patreon. Lyle, we've been doing Patreon stuff. Uh, and we have a we have a great second time for Patreon. We have a second Patreon. It was a tie this week. So what mm -hmm. better tie than to look at the fucking not tie it <laughs> the NHL redrafting all these fucking drafts. Oh Lord, yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> because holy fuck, what are we doing here? <laughs> one that stepped out, and one that Mark put up, I think it was, the 20, tw uh, 2002 draft, which was the mm -hmm. draft that we first went to. So I think uh, it's been 20 years ago, guys. It was. 20 years for you guys. Yep. Damn. Uh, I know. Yeah. We're coming up on our 21st birthday here next yeah. month. When, wh yeah, where was that draft? we can draft? drink on the yeah. show. Where was, yeah. <laughs> where was the O2 draft again? Trana. Trana. Yes. yes. That was the uh, draft that we went to a, a English pub and drank with all the local Brits until four o'clock in the morning watching England Brazil yeah. uh, during the World Cup. That was also the draft where we got the credentials like a week before and then had to get all the plans the night before we drove yeah, up. Yeah, we drove the night <laughs> night of oh, after Lord. the show. Yeah, after wow. the show loaded up on the in the seafoam green Ford Taurus. And I will say that uh I use we lightly. Mm -hmm. Like a, it was a collective we because I slept most of the time. And we got and we got the six fries for a dollar at Burger King, so we got right. that for us. Yeah. So the redraft that the NHL staffed staff, um, the NHL.com staff, which we will use lightly because, come on. <laughs> Number one overall <laughs> pick from twenty uh, twenty oh two, Lyle. Who do you think it was? Duncan Keith. Hey, you saw this too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Duncan Keith. Rick Nash is number two. That one's not too bad. Not too bad. Here, I, I, here's why I think it's bad and why I think Columbus still picks Rick Nash. Yeah. No one pays for defense mm. on an expansion club. If you need what, something yeah. flashy, you need well, something. Well, what you do is you pick the best player available, and he was mm. the best player available. Where where was – it's very interesting. Where was Duncan Keith selected in the in that draft originally? Four. 54. In other words, nobody knew who the fuck he was other than his parents, his girlfriend, <laughs> and the junior team he played for at West. Exactly. And the, I know he played for the WHL. I can't remember what team it was. Pierre McGuire would know. Yep, that's right. Sure. Oh, Wolf, I, well, he'll tell us all about Pierre it tomorrow McGuire. on fucking Sportsnet, too, when oh, they do their baby. show. Oh, oh, baby. Baby. oh no. I want him exclusively doing Ottawa Senators games now, but. <laughs> Exclusively. I'll tell you, I got a good story from last year. Let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> let me tell you. That, let me tell you. They never would have picked that kid if I had been running, running things. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, that is such a mistake. That is such a mistake. I would have traded him. <laughs> I tried to actually. Yeah. So, Eugene would have let me. <laughs> Eddie so here we go. John, Duncan Keith started at Michigan State University. Okay. Before going to Kelowna and playing for the Rocket. 
Um, I knew that he played out west. I did. Yeah. I forgot that he did uh, play some college hockey. Yes. A little bit of college, and that's probably why they got picked so far low, because he's yeah. like he's got four years. And remembers twenty years ago too. Back the when back then they were still. I shouldn't say all NHL teams, but there's still a fair amount of NHL teams that still kind of look down their noses at uh, NCAA players. Lyle, uh, that's true. You can, you can say it. They were horny for junior. Oh fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, I think in this draft, Flor- if if they want to pick Duncan Keith, Florida doesn't move um, from three to three to uh, from one to three because yeah. remember that was when they swapped the pick, first and third pick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so revisionist history. It's always fun, isn't it? Hindsight twenty twenty, but it's a load of shit. They got Cam Ward picked third by the Panthers. Alex Steen picked See, fourth by the Flyers, which in no no way. Is Alex Dean in top 10? Especially on a Flyers team where Bob Clark is still the general manager. Get exactly. the fuck out of here. This is why when I read that list and I saw, saw Steen by the Flyers, I, that was my first reaction. Was, Get the fuck out of here. Bobby uh, Clark was still the general manager. Did you really honestly think he would have picked him? No. And and that that brought up a question for Mark is like is this the worst draft class ever? And then I brought up the 1999, <laughs> and those were fucking bad. Where no, where only seven players amounted 400 or more points in the NHL. Yeah, um, two so of them I being took, uh, Sedins. Yes. <laughs> if I took the top 30 players in points for one draft pick, and I used a donkey to flip a coin on which team was picking them Ooh. in order, do Ooh. you think my list would be better? Or this list from the NHL. I think I think, I think your list donkeys on donkey no orb tied this year. No, and the nineteen ninety nine draft just just as an aside. But this is when I was still kind of new to doing the whole hockey rating game. Specters hockey was was only a, not even a year old. Then. That Specters hockey slash default html. That's true. Actually, no, it was part of the AOL URL back oh, then. So it was even oh, we didn't even know Lyle back then. We're horny for free 15 hours of disc. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. 15 hours of disc? Yeah, baby. Wow. Yeah, but, uh, this, show, this shows how much of a novice I was to covering things like the NHL draft. I decided to go on vacation back home at that time. Smart. And I remember reading about the picks sitting. I was I was I had gotten the paper and I was waiting for, for Tina and Kiefer to come out of the uh, the Irving station that we were in. I was just sitting there in the in the car, just reading the paper. Oh, look at that. Oh, the Canucks traded up so they could get uh, both Sedin twins. Oh, okay. And then I just tossed it aside. And even then, they weren't like the first. They weren't the top picks either. That was Patrick. That was the Patrick Steffen draft. And everybody was talking about how great he was going to be. So you see. Yeah. So to run down the rest of the top 10, Jay Bowser to Pittsburgh. uh, Yuri Hoodler, sixth to Nashville. Franz Nielsen, seventh to the Ducks. Was that draft that bad? Holy fuck. Kari Mm. Letton. Eighth to the Wild, Alexander Shemin to the Panthers at nine, and Vatillary Fipula on the Flames at ten. Yeah, what the fuck, boy, howdy. Why are we? Why? Why even redraft at this? Like, why? Who fucks? You have nothing better to do. Yeah, it, it's a time killer. And look, it's kind of fun at first. Somebody, I remember when they first started coming up with this concept a few years ago. No, it, it, it was kind of a novel thing. Sure, it was kind of fun. We'd go, oh, yeah, geez, yeah, oh, they, yeah, they could have picked it. But after a while, when everybody else starts seizing on it, then you start to realize, you know what? This is just a, a, a pointless exercise in revisionist history or hindsight. Because as as we 
as we all pointed out, there is no way in hell in that 2002 draft the Flyers picked Steen. No way. No. So no chance. Come on, no chance in hell. Oh, so um, now they do the 2012 draft, which was the, uh, the oh fail for nail. Yeah. For which, for which we fucking, uh, we fucking got into a fight with the NHL for our credentials because they never gave us thumbs up or thumbs down. So oh we, yeah, that was we the draft where I showed That's up. when the fun said, started, wasn't it? Yeah. That's when the fun started. Yeah. That is when we fucking. That's when the war started, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, the number one pick was the Oilers, and of course we all know Andre Vasilevsky was the guy to pay pick. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. What 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 round did he actually go in, Scotty? Uh he went nineteenth overall. He oh, he did yes. That's right. That's right. He still was first round, but yeah. not terrible. Nope. Then then they have the Blue Jackets at second pick uh picking Philip Forsberg. Jacob Slabin going to the Canadians at three, Tuvo Terravine to the Islanders at four, Tommy Wilson to the Leafs at five, Morgan Riley to the Ducks at six, Thomas Hurdle to the Wild at seven. Uh, Connor Hellebuck. Now this is the jump. Going, yeah. Uh, to Pittsburgh after being originally selected 130th. Yeah, I was going to say he was fifth round. Yeah. yeah. Freddie Anderson to the uh, to the Winnipeg Jets at nine, even though he was picked 87th. And then Matt Dumba dropping to number 10 to the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I hate this place. I've won what, out. Uh, when, when, when was Slavin originally chosen? 120. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Montreal would have absolutely picked him. Yeah. No, they wouldn't have. Okay. No, no they Montre- would. Montreal's drafting was rather fucked back then. So yeah, no, they would have picked them so much they passed them five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so yeah, it's so ridiculous when they go, oh yeah, this guy would have been up there, and it's like no, because as you just pointed out, Apley Scotty, not only did they pass him once, they passed him four additional times. So. You know what I would appreciate though is after a player has played like in the NHL for fifteen years, you mm-hmm. put him back in the stands with their mm-hmm. parents and let the GMs walk up to the front and then repick an entire draft from like 2012. But you do the whole fucking thing. They got to be there with their parents <laughs> and wife and kids. You have tickets for it. Fans can show up. Oh like, yeah. Let's make this an event. If we're going to do it, yeah. let's go. If we're going to do it. Let's do it right. Yeah. Damn it. I mean, you know, you can sit down and say, okay, this team picked this guy should have picked this guy could have picked this guy. The thing is, all these things just just go to prove is just what a crapshoot the draft really is. Mm-hmm. You know, occasionally you get that generational player that everybody knows is going to go on to become a superstar. You Ovechkins, your Crosby's, your David's, your Matthews. <laughs> and he just but, happens to fit into the position you need. Yeah. Yeah. But in between all of that, a lot of these guys, even ones who are, who are first round picks, there are no guarantees. You know, they may be good players. But not great players. And we've blown up the draft so much. Like, you know, I've been doing mock drafts now. This is my third mock draft, third year. I've been doing mock drafts for Bleach Report. And it's Nigel. And um, the thing that really gets me is is seeing some of the responses to it and everything like that. It, it's just like, hmm. folks, you are really grossly hyping these kids up. You are expecting that they're going to be the second coming of the greatest player in your franchise history. And you'll be lucky if he becomes a fourth liner for God's sake. You, you know? just, uh, you do a service though, to people like me who can mute people on Twitter. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> but honest to God, reading some of the reactions and, and, and that's the other thing that's funny about doing, doing mock drafts as well is 
you, you put your, you do yours, right? And, and of course I do, I, you know, I do as much research as I could possibly do to kind of figure out what player is going to suit a team's needs, right? They need defense, they need center, whatever. I mean, and I scour the scouting reports. I scour, you know, I go online and, and, and see what the people who are more versed in, uh, you know, prospect depth and things like that, each team's prospect depth, what they have to say, and, you know, kind of look at their lists and see, you know, where there's a specific weakness that a team might try to, you know, that a team might want to fill just to do those first that just the first round only. And when I do my picks, then I go and compare them to everybody else's. And you might have a consensus player at number one. And but for the rest of the draft, mock drafts, a guy I may have had at number 16 will be number 42 on another guy's list, number five on another guy's list, number 27 on another guy. Like, there's hardly any consensus. It's all just based on opinion, yep. you know? And at the end of the day, we don't know what the teams are going to do. Sure, mock drafts are kind of fun, and it it, it, it helps to give you some idea of, of a, a little bit of background on who some of these kids are that are, you know, considered top prospects. But at the end of the day, we don't know what, what team's going to pick who and how these kids are going to pan out. Here is... Yep, true story. Here is my big thing about... And, the, and I think... I think this is the same, and Johnny, we've we've been through it in terms of basketball um, many years, overvaluating players, over-evaluating yep. them. I am currently down, so Elite Prospects. Uh, you has, always overvaluate the player that you think that your team's supposed to pick. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you do. Here, Here's the selling point for the Elite Prospects draft guide. And Elite Prospects, they do the ground. Is this the 12,000 yes. page? The 1,200 uh, page. Oh, sorry. I was off by zero. Yeah. yeah. 1,200 pages of an, an analysis. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's too fucking much. Yeah. That's I used to use much. something like that to sit on when I start, first started driving. Right? That's <laughs> but too, you're right, that's though. They, they, they do the groundwork, though. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's, it, it's astonishing what they do, what they are able to do. Yeah. And, yes. I, and, and, Agreed. and. But, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Sir Mix a lot of big old butts coming up. Mm-hmm. This is also why I hate prospect like hockey prospect Twitter. Mm-hmm. In that, it becomes a, a you think it becomes a personality trait because you know what the 15 year old Slovak in Division Three league is doing and mm-hmm. how he's gonna match up against you know the yeah, fucking uh-huh. you know, best of the best. <laughs> It kind of shows some uh, bigotry and bias as well. Oh, yeah. uh, Toward uh, different regions, countries, etc. Yeah. In this. Absolutely. And and if I also may say as well, there's still a a major bias among a lot of NHL fans towards smaller players. Mm -hmm. Still. Mm -hmm. Still. I we, had, we we just had a, a guy who's five nine and a and a buck sixty five in Johnny Goudreau finished second in NHL scoring with hundred and fifteen points this season, and there's like half a dozen kids in this year's draft who are right around that size. There's one Jagger Furcus. He's he's I think he's he's five eight five nine <laughs> and a buck fifty one, mm-hmm. and yet, you know, I've got him listed in 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 my mock draft. 
And right away, people are like, no freaking way do I want him on my team. Jesus, he's going to get killed. He's going to uh, get creamed. And it's just Southern like, Ontario guy. Oh, my God. It's like, let me tell you something, man. I don't want him <laughs> on my Leafs at all, man. I want a big, tall guy. I want a big man. I want him thick. I want him on the board, man. I want to get him out there, and I want to get him ready to go. I want him to play with the man out That's... there. I don't need no Namby Pamby five foot six skilling it up out there no i need straight man out there on the ice at 18 years old that southern ontario <laughs> accent is spot on dude yeah. it's like you're it's like you're from mississauga right exactly <laughs> dude, it, close your eyes close your eyes and tell me that i'm in north dakota you can't <laughs> i transport you over there buddy Oh, man, it was magical for a second. I thought, oh, Jesus, I thought I was just driving through Niagara Falls. I went unconscious and like, am I in fucking Sarnia? What happened here? Jesus, I know, right? Like, fuck. Shout out. Anyway. Though though I detected a a faint hint of Etobicoke in your accent, though. Just just a faint hint of Etobicoke. I got cold, that's why. Ah, there you go. That explains it. Yeah, it 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 does tend to sound a little blocked off nasally. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Toberlone? Yep, exactly. I had a Toblerone and cured my yeah, Tobler. Yeah, a Toblerone and a Tobacoke. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, there's it's uh, the reactions are funny. The only time I can I can honestly say, the only time though, as a fan, I did not over evaluate the player that I wanted my team to pick was I believe it was the the O three draft when the Canadians. Had a chance, could have picked Ryan Getzlaff. I told you guys the story. I really wanted them to pick Ryan Getzlaff, and they didn't. They picked Andre Kostitsin, you know. And I was like, no, no, no. The only reason why I went for Getzlaff, because as I said, a very good friend out in Calgary who was a fan of the Calgary Hitmen, and he just raved about Ryan Getzlaff, thought he was going to be great, and he was right. Claudio, if you're out there, bud, you were right. But Uh, he's been so good in AEW. (laughs) Does the spin, it's great. Oh, yeah. But, no, it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, even I've been guilty of it too, as a fan sitting there. Go, oh man, no, they should have picked that guy. And they're like, oh, you should. Oh, okay, <laughs> maybe I made the right pick after all. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's it's like these teams have a whole team of people watching. Yeah, them. it's like they got experts who know who actually go out and scout these kids. We yeah, wow, it's amazing. Here's what. Don't just see highlight films on YouTube. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here's here's what's fucked about this whole thing, is that it, there's a goalie in the top the top fifteen in goaltenders. They don't even have a profile on them. So this place, uh. fuck, fuck. <laughs> is he the kid from uh, sure. the Blackbears? Yeah, yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of gold. There's there's the, the goalie market this year. If if we go by by the scouts, the goalie market it, oh, for this thin. year's prospects pretty thin. Yeah, oh, it's thin. And, there's and I, there's and, none and, in the top thirty two. I love I love Luca a ton, and I hope he does get picked. But I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Although mm. Corey Pron, if Luca gets picked, I'll drink a twelve percent beer on the show on Friday night. Oh, come on, Luca! If he if he, if he gets fucking picked, I'm going to customize one of my blank jerseys to be have, have the Pasco jersey. There you go. <laughs> Love it. You watch, and then he'll go on, and he'll go on to star in the NHL. You watch. I, you know, Lyle Henrik Lundqvist. No, but Lyle, he has that star power. Yeah, he does. Right, a right-handed catch goalie, mm-hmm. big size, very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, like, quick. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. very skilled. Knows his angles. Always tuned in. That's why, guys. That's why I said I, I'm not dismissive you know of what? anything. 
You we don't we know. Fucking put out a twelve hundred page thing because we just kind of nailed it right there with that. Yeah, fuck. exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna but put out no, twelve hundred but... pages of just Luca. Yeah. yeah. Pictures, but again, though, stats. too, there, you know, there may be a little bit of bias on your guys' part as well. So, yeah. yeah, all I all I say is, I just, I just, as always, I always hope for the best for these kids. I really do, you know, because it's it's so heartbreaking for for some of them, you know, like especially when you see them on that first night and they and they don't get picked in the first round when they think they're going to get picked. I mean, some of them just they they just look crushed, you mm-hmm. know. Well, it's almost like, well, it doesn't matter if you get picked in the second round or third round. You know, well, you were supposed to go in the first round. And you look at that whole Angelo Esposito thing from a few years back where the oh. camera was just on him, on oh. him, on him. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I was way off. These are 14.2%. Ooh, what you got, Even man? better. Uh, you, so, you said you so do if it. Luca gets picked, do I go uh, coffee variant or regular? You go coffee variant because you're going to want to be up all night celebrating this. Yeah, baby. All right. You want I'm gonna the put caffeine. this. I'm gonna put this in the fridge then for Friday. There you go, no, bud. Because yep. I'm, I'm confident it's gonna happen. I, it's gonna. I think it's gonna happen. A, a right-handed catch goalie with that size and the amount of accolades he got this year alone. How, 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 how tall is he? So this was brewed at fourteen point three percent alcohol, by the way. Oh. Is, what'd you say, Scotty? Six, uh, six, two, six, three, I think. And he's what? Eighteen? Uh, yes. Jesus. Or no, yeah, he's nineteen. He... So he'll be he'll be twenty. So he's older. He's going to be playing in Penticton next year for the V's. Mm. So that's another factory. So actually, he's currently eight. How does that math work out? He's eighteen. September twenty fourth, two thousand three. Oh yeah, but no. September twenty. So yeah, he's eighteen. He's eighteen right now. In, eighteen. He'll be nineteen in September. Yeah, I guess so. I can't math. Well, I I was told there was no math. I'm sorry. Um, so he's uh, actually listed 6'1", 181, right-handed catch from Livonia, Michigan. He'll probably get up to about 6'3", by the time he's done growing, 6'3", oh, 6'4". Sure. Yeah, yeah so that's good size. Yeah. That's good yeah. size. With the yeah. Afro 6'9". Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, with the Afro 6'9". But what would you say, 181? Okay, he's actually got some some size on him too. He's not these little string beans that yeah, oh. six three and a and a, and a buck sixty. Yeah, he's actually got uh, a good size to him. Number fifteenth in North American goalies from Central Scouting. Number two hundred five for McKean's Hockey. I think one seventy from the Athletics mock draft mm. as well. Went six, well one seventy. So that that puts him in the sixth round, doesn't it? Yeah, thereabouts. That gets a guy drafted though. Fifth yep, to sixth round, you're in. Listen, uh, it don't but, matter what round you get picked in. If you go, if you got, if you got drafted, it don't matter what round or what number you were in, man. Baby, you're 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 closer to the dance than most. You're in, you know. It's it's now up to you. Yeah, you know? Johnny, what do you do if he gets drafted by the Capitals? Oh, even oh. better, I might get a Caps jersey with his name on it just for <laughs> there you giggles. go. There you go. <laughs> I know. I know. Wyshynski will probably tag you for a jersey foul, but fuck it, he's your boy. Go yeah. ahead. Cap jersey with his name on it, and yep. put the, and the uh, draft number or his Black Bears jersey. I, I, I was I gonna... apostrophe twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. there it is. Yeah. And make sure you I, get you get get one of those Black Bears patches and sew it on the side of the Caps oh, jersey. Even oh, there better you go on the other side. Hell yeah! Even better. There yeah. you go. Let's go. Well, come yeah. on, let's go. So last last year, the Lyle picked a goalie from the NHL. Uh, what was it? Two years ago? Yes, Mitchell did. Gibson, I believe. Yes. It's true, yep. and he played for Hall. I think. Oh right. yeah, let's go! I'm all in if it's happening. Uh, the Pasco 16, 11, and five this year with three shutouts, two, three, one goals against, nine twenty four save percentage. Not bad. Top 
top 10 in both GAA and goals against yep. uh, for the NAHL. Those are solid numbers. Yep. Numbers. Good numbers for a non-playoff team. Mm-hmm. So there, there you, you go. go. Yep. Done it. All right. Uh, the other thing interesting, too, by the way, I noticed uh, in, in pretty much almost every mock draft I've seen for this year, n- not a single player from the queue is in there. Really? Not a wow. single Quebec major junior player uh, is in is in most mock drafts. It wasn't even it's any in the in first mind. round. Yeah. And I looked Oof. and I looked to see if I could possibly. But I, I base most of my most of my stuff off of central scouting, because to me, it's just like, well, look, you know, if it's NHL central scouting, OK, fine. Most people are going to argue too much about it, you know. Um, but, yeah, there was like nobody from the queue that I could put into the top 32. Not saying there's not going to be anybody in the queue is not going to get picked, but. That just goes to show, yeah, the the Quebec Major Junior, yeah, it's kind of gone downhill over the last few years. It's it's been rare, it's been getting increasingly rare to see uh, players from the queue in there. Whereas you know you used to see, you know, you could always count on at least six to eight or maybe even ten get in there. But now it's like if you get three, it's a big deal now. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, to some guys who actually have a team and are playing, Jacob Chickering watches on. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets now in the fold. Mm-hmm. What say you, Lyle? Are we going to get some Jacob, Jacob Chicken to the BJ action? Yeah, that would be actually, you know, they're well positioned to kind of make that deal. If if it's it's depending on how much Bill Armstrong, the GM of the Coyotes, is asking for. But uh, you know, they've got two picks in the first round, and you know, the Blackhawks pick is the high one, the highest one. That's six overall. So Kekaline is not parting with that. But the 12th, and that's not a bad position to be in, too. And they've got, you know, they've got some decent prospects in their system. Um, they're not giving up Cole Cylinder, obviously. But they've got uh, they got some good prospects in their system there, too. They're maybe, uh, you know, a young player or two they might be willing to give up. Because the asking price, it all seems to vary for Chikram, but it's believed the very at the very least they want a high first-round pick. So that checks that box. A top prospect. Should be jacket should be able to check that they've they've got pretty good mix of prospects and a good young NHL player and they've got those so you know I I wouldn't dismiss that and I think he would be a good fit for them there he really well, I mean, would Adam Boquist just resigned there uh, yep. to an extension and he was stellar coming over from uh, Chicago last year yeah uh, made made himself uh, pretty well known that'd be a good rebuild for that uh, that blue line oh big time. Uh, if you can if you can get chicken into that, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, they, they you know the jackets don't necessarily have to give up, uh, say somebody like Boquist. Because I when I saw when that when the news that signing came down, uh, one of my readers was saying, "So what do you think? Is is he going to be? Is this a sign and trade? And he winds up being part of the deal?" And it's like, well, I wouldn't rule it out. You never completely rule it out, but they don't have to put him into that deal because there's, they've got lots of other pieces they can put in there with that first round pick, that twelfth overall being key. So. You know, that would give the Coyotes, what, three or four picks in the first round. Let me see. It would give them four picks. Four, yeah. I thought it would I thought it would be four. Wow. So, yeah. so they run the first round. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. well, right, yeah, because I think they're the only one with three. They're, you know, everybody else in Montreal and Minnesota and Columbus, they all have two in the first round. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it would certainly fit in well in his whole rebuilding plan, too. So Absolutely. Get yeah. that arena district going. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> there's that course of action. And now Claude Giroux watches on Ottawa-Edmonton coming out as suitors. Mm-hmm. 
because when I think Edmonton Oilers, I always think they're lacking some kind of grit and offensive, you know, bottom six. It's not they're they're great on defense. They're great on goaltending. We got to get that fucking bottom six short up. Oh my god! I yeah yeah. I mean I I I put that out there too, uh, but yeah. All those reasons that you cited, Scotty. I mean, goaltending's the priority for them again, obviously. And then uh, addressing those other needs. I mean, I know they really want to. They're looking at if we if they can't get Evander Kane back, that they would like to have somebody there on left wing alongside either either McDavid or Drysaitel. But, dude, that ain't gonna matter if your goaltending shit. So, you know, it's nice to to look at the shiny thing and go, "Ooh, Daddy want," but then you look and go, "Ooh, Daddy don't have the money for that. Daddy needs that money to go get a goaltender." Wow, were you in my head? Like that's what I said to myself when I go mm-hmm. to. Walmart. I, <laughs> I, I think we're I think we're, we've been we've been hanging out for so long. We're starting to get on the same yeah. wavelength there, buddy. Oh, I see these Entenmann donuts. Fucking daddy want. Oh no, <laughs> you have no money. Oopsie poopsie. Oopsie. I stick my dick in a bag of Doritos. <laughs> anyway, Mark, you Mark, you muted. You're muted, Mark. Mark, you're Dang muted. it! I was gonna ask whether it was Cool Ranch or Nacho. Obviously, flaming hot. It's not your business, brother. Okay. I'll go with Cool Ranch myself. <laughs> the healing power of Cool Ranch. In England, they're called Cool American. That is true. Yes. And in France, they're a Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was there. Uh, oh, boy. So we got that. Giroux, Giroux in Ottawa was well that's and that's going to be the thing i mean look Giroux, i think wants to wants to to sign up with a contender he wants another shot at the stanley cup but ottawa's his hometown um the senators have got some exciting young players on there and if they can you know <laughs> if, if if pierre dorian can finally admit that no the rebuild isn't over yet you still got a couple more pieces to go they might actually have something here um it's just going to depend. The Senators can afford him. If he wants if he wants 7 mil a season, they can they can pay him 7 mil a season. It would be a short-term thing, but they could pay that. And, you know, but does he want the money? Does he want to go chase a cup? Because you can't do both in Ottawa right now. Ottawa will give you money, but it's going to be a while before they're going to be uh, chasing the Stanley Cup. So, and by that time, he'll be ready for retirement. So, there you go. There we go. Uh, JT and Miller also a little far apart with Vancouver as they look ahead to where that could uh, end up. Where's JT Miller? What's, what is what is the real JT Miller? Like last year was a hell of a run for him. Mm-hmm. Had a great season. Is this something we can expect year in and year out as he hits his age thirty season? Um, I think so. Uh, for next season, definitely. If if you look over the last two seasons, the reason why his numbers were not up into that 90 range is because both seasons were shortened. But if you prorate his numbers, they're 80 to 90 points. Okay. I mean, he, he really took off in Vancouver and, and, you know, became a late blooming star there. And, and there's a lot of people who believe, yeah, this, the, the JT Miller we're seeing now that we've seen over the last three seasons is for real. Um, and the Canucks, God, the Canucks would love to keep him, but man, he's, he's got, he's got a year left on his contract. He's going to be looking for the big money, especially if he has another, if he gets up over 80 points again next season. Yeah. You're talking about nine mil right there, right off the bat. Don't even, don't even try to go below that. Um, and 
the, the Canucks can't really can't afford that. Not going forward. I mean, especially when they've still got, uh, you know, a couple of expensive players still on the on the roster. And they've got to think ahead, you know, for guys like, you know, like Patterson, you know, who's going to be due for a new contract. They got to think ahead with Brock Besser again in three years time. They just resigned him. But, you know, three years time, he becomes eligible for UFA status. And if, if they've if they built up to a point by that by then where, OK, they're they're a contender or close to being. But, oh, no, you know, JT Miller's big contract is is, you know taking away money we could put toward him and oh guess what it's three years later and now he's he's a 65 point guy if that we're overpaying so that's why you know you haven't really heard any firm commitments from the Canucks about uh, about resigning him and why we're hearing so much talk uh, about trade I have no doubt in my mind that the that Rutherford and Alvin the the uh, the uh, yes the the management team of Rutherford and Alvin Sounds nothing like a law firm, but I have no doubt they're they're fielding calls. They're getting calls. They're listening to offers. Doesn't mean they're going to trade him, but if you're willing to pony up, oh yeah, they will. And right now, the Rangers are considered the favorite right now for obvious reasons. They've been chasing him since the middle of last season. But your Washington Capitals have also come into the mix as well because of the uncertainty over uh, Nick Backstrom's uh, hip surgery. Now, Backstrom says he's determined to play next season, but it's, listen, you know, the mind and spirit are willing, obviously, but the hip may not be. So, you know, uh, if you got that uncertainty going, I mean, you, you acquire him for a year at an affordable 5.25 mil and see what happens as it comes out of it. If it looks like Backstrom's done, well, then the money that you could – you were giving him, you can give to Miller if he plays well and you want to keep him. So that's why those two teams are, are in there. There's others, but supposedly it's the Rangers and the Capitals that have the most interest right now. Ooh. All right. Go you going to be all right, Scotty? Let's go, baby. Really are you happy? Are you? Would you be happy with a JT Miller in, in your Capitals uniform? You know, he's starred in Deadpool. I think he's uh, really good. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it's TJ, I think. Hmm? TJ. 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 No, that's Oshi, Mark. Come yeah, Oshi. He's already on the team. <laughs> he's a I hope he's no, I mean, I think if, if it's a consistency with Miller, I, I don't, I, you know, I think we, we should uh, maybe look into it. Mm. Maybe we'll get on the horn with uh, GMBM and be like, yo, I think you should. Ryan Friesky. Uh, well, I think he's, I think he, yeah. But because I'm telling you, because I'm telling you that the JT Miller we saw this season over a full 82 games, that's that's the real deal. He's been the real deal for the previous two seasons, too. So we're horny for secondary points, Lyle. And that's, oh, uh, you'll get him. <laughs> you'll get him with JT Miller. And you would get a guy on another reason, though, why I think he'd be a good fit with the Capitals. He will light a fire under everyone's ass because he is driven he is intense if you've watched if you like watched any canucks games over the last three over the last three years especially hey. in especially especially the bubble year when they were in where they were in the playoffs and during the, the 2020 playoffs mm-hmm. i mean good lord i mean i thought that man would have would have taken a bite out of the boards to win just i mean he was intense that and was fucking weird for dental work he yeah. would, he and, would and, seriously yeah. he would come in he would kick everyone's ass and that includes ovi He's not afraid to get in anybody's face if he doesn't think they're competing. That's the way Miller is. He's intense, but he's a good guy to have on your team. And he would he would he would light a fire under their asses, I'm telling you. He would be a good fit. And if it means keeping someone away from the Rangers, all the better. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Rangers are definitely in the market for a second line center because uh, Ryan Strom and uh, Andrew Copper are going to market. 
that's that's happening. So they're yeah. they're they're shopping around looking for a second line center. Like that's why they've been linked to uh, Pierre Luc Dubois and Mark Scheifele as well out of Winnipeg. So keep an eye on that. Yeah. We will see what happens as the draft day comes. Draft day's tomorrow. Wow. Draft day's tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. And um, yeah, Alex Dabrinka. There's the name that's just topping the list right now. I mean, he's been linked to half the friggin' teams in the league. So a lot of teams. He's a new Hemsky. What? <laughs> he's a much better player than Alex Hemsky. No, I but... understand that. But Alex Hemsky was like in trade rumors for like 14 oh, years Lord. straight. <laughs> well, this one's been a little different. Yeah, Debrinka has only been in trade rumors since the season when Chicago, basically right. mid-season when Chicago really crashed and burned. But um, yeah, uh, the, the thing is, though, with him, you better make sure you've got an excellent setup man because he's he's pure goal scorer. He's a two-time 40-goal scorer, and he's only 24. Good guy to have on your team if you want to score goals. But if you don't have a good setup man for him, Ah, uh, yeah, you might end up regretting that. So that's mm-hmm. why he's kind of been linked to to uh, like the Devils, New Jersey Devils. I think he'd be a good fit there with either Jack Hughes or Nico Heshire. I think he'd be good there. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of teams that are interested in him. So not your Capitals. They're they're after J.T. Miller. So mm-hmm. well, again, sense. played great alongside of uh, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and I think it's good for everybody involved. Uh, we did have one trade of note. Ryan mm. going to Nashville. Philippe Meyer and Grant Mismash to Tampa. Uh, I know Mismash very well in terms of he played at UND for three seasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of upside, but very Shane Gersich. A lot of, a lot of shot, you know, brief uh, stents of greatness in college. Has yet to really make that marker in the pro game. Mm. So, uh, but... What what was what the meaning of that move, Lyle? <laughs> Straight up salary dump, my friends. Great cash, homie. Straight up salary dump. Uh, Philip Myers. Uh, they're not. A lot of people thought that uh, when they got Philip Myers, that they were going to buy him out because they would have gotten some flexibility there. They would have actually gotten some money back on that if they bought him out. But they intend to keep him. They really like him. So anyway, uh, it winds up shedding. Uh, you know couple of mil there off the books for them because they're trying to re-sign Andre Palat. And I dare say that's not the only move they, they'll be making. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see another player, see them trade another player. Just get free up a little bit more cash there. But, uh, yeah, um, McDonough, they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to trade him. And he certainly didn't want to go, but he understood the business of it. So, uh, you know, he seemed to be willing to accept the, the deal to Nashville, but... Uh, yeah, kind of sucks though <clears throat> to have that happen. What within a well, you know barely a week after you uh, you know you were in your third straight Stanley Cup final and you're coming off a run of back-to-back uh, championships to be told, oh no, we're trading. Could have been worse, I suppose. Could have been Arizona. You know, yeah. at least with Nashville, mm-hmm. you got a ch- at least with Nashville, you're going to a team that you know has a good chance to make the playoffs and great music. And yeah, and hey, Nashville's a pretty good town. Exactly, it's something to drown your tears in if you need to. <clears throat> yep. I did. That's I, a country song. There's a tear in Ryan McDonough's beer. Yes. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> I see an interesting take. Um, you mentioned Arizona. I'm glad you did. So I can. Oh, okay. Uh, a friend of mine on Twitter said, "Uh, say what you will about the Coyotes' 4700 seat arena." But it's the first time I've been eagerly waiting for tickets to drop because I'm worried some games will sell out. Oh, there you go. 
that's a that's an interesting different take. Mm. Does it mean a lot? No. No. But it's an interesting different take that I hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. And Phil Kessel's there. So I think that we got that. <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now, I think that we got that thing going really well. Mm. Um, that said, I, st- I, still, I still can't believe this is real. Like, I still can't believe. Has there been any hype videos from the Coyotes yet? Have they, have they, have, you know, you know, it'd be great. You know, it'd be really great. <clears throat> What's that? You hire, you hire some actors in the, in the Tempe Phoenix area. Act as plenty. O- older, older folk to act as parents for these kids. Mm. And then like early August, you have them unload the vans into the new arena. It's like when kids get dropped off at college. Moved into their new dorms. We do. You want the players to be dropped off? Exactly. Players dropped off. They get acquainted with each other. They go in their dorm. Minivans. Yes, of course. Minivans. Minivans. There's there's one mom who's a woeful goodbye. Can't get away from Victor Soderstrom. Um, and who can really? He's a dreamy, dreamy human being. (laughs) She has an SUV though. uh, Well, yes, obviously. Her name's Sue. Um. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, I think that's the way to. Go. I think the 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 Coyotes have to embrace it because then if you embrace it, we really can't dunk on you anymore because it's not really a big thing. Um, will they? Absolutely not. But I think they should. And this is why I should be marketing manager of the Arizona Coyotes. Hi, I'm Scotty Waz, <laughs> for marketing manager, <laughs> your management corporation for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, a hockey team in the desert with a 4,700 seat arena looking to draw. Listen. Are He's you drawing? They already <laughs> did that. Are you a? Are Austin you a? Matthews ended up out front of the fucking arena. <laughs> yeah. See, True. that was my doing. That could be your reality if you support your Arizona Coyotes. Listen, and every 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 shot I go to is just me with one leg up on a desk. Wherever I go, there's just an old school <laughs> desk on there. Is is it a bit that I stole? You're absolutely right. It was. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, is it something that I will stand behind? Absolutely yes. The desk he means he'll stay behind that. Uh, yep, exactly. I will steal bits with the best of them, and um, <laughs> should come as no surprise. Anyway, Lyle, what do we? What what can we expect looking into draft day, draft week, drafts, whatever the fuck? They do. <laughs> well, it won't be as much fun because we're draft not there. Thursday. <laughs> yeah, draft Thursday. Thursday won't be Thursday. as much fun. Cause, yep, won't be as much fun because we're not there. But hey, they don't deserve us. They don't nope. deserve us. They don't fucking deserve us. This is what you get when you don't let, you know, the good people in. Fucking anyway. time. We do this shit and we wonder why we're not in. You mm. motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Sons of bitches. Do you know who I am? Yeah. You, do, you don't? You oh, don't? Well, that would explain it. Yeah. Hi. Well, well, obviously, I work for the Coyotes. Of course you don't yeah. know. Hi. I'm Scott Watts, marketing manager for the Phoenix Coyotes. How are Jesus. you? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, I got to I got to give it up to uh, Montreal Canadiens general manager Ken Hughes give it up to because him. he knows how to stoke intrigue going into this week. And he had a press conference. They sat down because he knows the media is he, he's been hearing all the stuff of the Canadians could trade the pick or they could they could select uh, or, or Logan Cooley instead of Shane Wright. Or maybe they'll trade the pick for uh, for a top young NHL player or anything. Or maybe they'll do this and maybe they'll do that. And what did he do? He sat down in front of the microphone and stoked that shit. 
And I got to respect that. He kept the intrigue burning. Got to like it. So a lot of folks are going in now because and it worked because if you look at all the reports going, you know, tonight, going in, into tomorrow, we don't know. They don't know. You know, there are some like me <laughs> who absolutely are convinced that he's going to take this, do the safe pick and he's going to take Shane Wright. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a bunch of people. There's people, you know, people are saying. But there are people who are saying, oh, no, he'll probably draft Sikoski. Oh, there's rumors he's trying to trade down. Oh, there's rumors he's trying to get uh, the, the devil's second overall pick so that he can have two and blah, blah, blah. And we all know the only way he's going to get uh, the devil's second overall pick is if Nick Suzuki or Cole Caulfield is part of the deal and neither player is going to New Jersey. That ain't happening. So, you know, you know like I said, Hughes could have just sat down and said, we've made up our minds. We know what we're doing. We're going with the best player in the draft, and that's it, without actually saying who you're going to get. That way everybody knows, oh, he's taking Shane Wright. But he didn't. He stoked up the intrigue, and you got to love it. It has so much more fun. has to be a Montreal thing, because Garth Snow kind of did that same thing, too, with the John Tavares shit. Oh, my God, did he ever. Yes. Yes, he did. At the end of the day, what? and he sucked us in beautifully. Even I was like, geez, yeah, maybe they'll trade it. And at the end of the day, no. Here's the thing. Fun fact. When was the last time the first overall pick was traded? Oh, two. I think. No, oh, four for Marc Andre Fleury. Mm, he was that one. Th- he was drafted in oh, three. Or oh, yes. three. Yeah. Crosby, oh, four. Ovechkin, oh, five. Nope. No. Ovechkin. Other way around. Ovechkin, oh, four. Crosby, Ovechkin, oh, four. Crosby, yes. oh, five. But yeah, but it was, I believe, if memory serves, wasn't it? Uh, didn't Pittsburgh uh, acquire that pick? Wasn't that pick traded so they could get Marc Andre Fleury in oh, three? Um, Help yes. me out here. I'm I'm trying. I'm looking for it right now. Mm-hmm. It was, yep, it was from Florida. They flip flopped yep. Nathan Horton. And so it's been that. 19 years since a team last traded the first overall pick. So I'm feeling it's rather about confident. time. Yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> rather confident. Yeah, exactly. You're right. But I'm feeling rather confident going into this that, yeah, Montreal is going to keep it and they're going to. Well, come on. I mean, if you're going to trade that pick, mm-hmm. I mean, and you're going to do this in Montreal in your home building full of fanatical Canadians fans who have been sitting here and just waiting to hear them say what the first overall pick the Canadians will select. And you trade that pick. Sweet Jesus, you better be getting a haul back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better be getting a lot for that pick. Taylor Hall? Yes, Taylor Hall, and along with Tyler Sagan, they're gonna they're gonna combine the top two picks from the 2010 draft. There you go. Oh wait, the money doesn't fit. Oh shit. Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, could it happen? Sure. Do I think it will? No, I think he keeps it, retains it, and selects Shane right. Mm-hmm. And everybody go, you know, has fans will go, yay! Uh-huh. And everybody who was hoping that they pick Slepkowski or trade the pick will go, damn it! And then the draft will unfold as we expect. <laughs> Yay! Boo! I think we'll see. I think we we might see a player, you know, at least one notable player get moved during the draft. It's it's been a long time. My God, it was the Ottawa draft that we saw like multiple players moving yeah. in the first round. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. that was by the way, shit show of a draft party. It was the o the o three draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the uh that was the second year that Florida traded the number one pick down to the number three pick. Because that they, was the Mike Keenan years, wasn't it? Who was yep. the GM then? Yeah, thought it yep. was. And then he he traded he traded down for the Rick Nash pick that day. So they the Nick Nash got picked by Columbus, 
and then they waited for Jay Bowmeister because everyone was so, oh, Jay Bowmeister is going to go first overall. He's going to go first overall. Yes, that's right. And then that was that's the right. second straight year, and everyone's just like, they're going to just trade picks all the time now. First <laughs> overall picks going to get traded. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um. All right. Let's get the Lyle, no, nothing else we got in the tank. Uh, I think we're good. Let's just let the first round unfold as it must. Exactly. Hey, let's. You know what we're. You know what we're gonna do. What's that? Let's go. Let's go. The day before Valentine's Day. Love's in the air. Love is mm. in the air. Two thousand four. Where were you guys? February thirteenth, two thousand four. Probably here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say probably. I was. I was in Maryland still. I was still. Uh, probably here. Oh, oh, four. I was in College Park. Yeah, Cali yeah, Park. that was at least four houses ago for Mark. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, guys, you know, man, let's go to the West Coast. Let's go Let's go to Vancouver. Let's fucking go to Vancouver. Vancouver's a chill place. Last yeah. place I, I went for a draft trip, Vancouver, 2019. Man, so the Canucks are playing, 2004, February 13th, pre-deadline. Man, you know who I miss? Jen. Obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart. You know, you know who else I miss? Who? Who, buddy? And and it chokes me up every time I think about him. Here it comes. The Atlanta Thrashers. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> miss them dearly. Son of a bitch. <laughs> miss so them good. dearly. <laughs> so let's, let's, uh, my love for the Thrashers. Oh. Day before Valentine's Day 2004. <laughs> Thrashers, Canucks. We got uh, 18 skaters aside, three goalies on the board because one goalie got thrown out late in the third period for an attempt to injure. Wow. So, wow. Mark, we'll start with you. Thrashers, Canucks, pre-deadline 04. Who you got? <laughs> Give me Danny Sedin. Dan Sedin on the board. Johnny P. Um, Henrik Henrik Sedin Henrik <laughs> he said it. Just, a, just a bit of caution Henrik uh, Lyle this would have been like the one game they didn't play together yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah no that only happens to me I picked the layup and it's like oh sorry injured <laughs> that game sorry which okay. is probably what's going to happen when I say Marcus Naslin Marcus Naslin's on the board, of course. He's yes. mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, mm-hmm. to you. Ilya Kovalchuk. Mario, he's on the board. There it is. It. You there he is. Um, Johnny. Um, Norm Miracle. Sorry, no Norm Miracle. <laughs> Unfortunately. Is it Morocco? M-A-R-A? No, it's so. it's pronounced miracle. Oh, okay. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's not Morocco. <laughs> no. uh, it's spelled you... Morocco, but it's pronounced throat wobbler mangrove. <laughs> yeah, the it's emphasis is on a different syllable. Yeah. With four M's and a silent Q. <laughs> uh, Speaking of the word Q, is anybody else finding it interesting that Q is just a Q with other letters in line? <laughs> hey, oh, you did it. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Lyle, what you got? Um, Danny Heatley. Danny Heatley's on the board. The heater. You got him. Mark? Milan Halinka. Milan Halinka, sorry, not on the board. Oh. Ah. oh Damn. Wow. No Milan 
Alan Holinka drop this time. No. Johnny? Um, hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Mark Savard? Mark Savard on the board. Nice pull. There you great go. Yep. Great Mark Savard drop. Head coach now of the uh, Windsor Spitfires and uh, looking to get into the NHL as a head coach now, too. As he should. By the by. Uh, yes, he's doing a good job there in Windsor. Lyle, what do you got? Who do you got for us? Um, okay, I'm going to shift gears back to the Canucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Sammy Sallow. Sammy Sallow. On the board. He's Ooh. one of those dangerous fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> he was with Ottawa for a long time, too. I, as soon as I said Sammy Salah, I'm like, oh, wait, well, I think he was still in Ottawa. <laughs> All right, Mark, what do you got for us? Alexi Zitnik. Sorry. Ah. Sorry. Damn. My, my, two of my go-tos. Yeah. yeah. Johnny. Uh, Ed Jovodowski. Ooh, no Jovocop. Uh, no Jovocop. He was in Arizona, I think, at that time. Darn. Florida? Wouldn't have been Florida? No, I think you're right. He went Florida, Vancouver, then Arizona. Mm. Because that was the start of, like, the older guys going to the Sun Belt. Right. Playing golf and such. Yeah. Lyle, what Sun Belt guy you got for us? Uh, Brendan Morrison. Brendan Morrison's on the board. Yeah. Um, Slava Kozlov. Slava Kozlov. Is he there? On the board. There There you go. go. I had to find him because it's it's Vladislav (laughs) Kozlov. And I'm like, fuck. Can't find his name. There you go. There you go. Johnny. Um, Andrew Castles. Sorry, no Andrew Castles on this. Unfortunately, Lyle. Um. Oh bother. Um. Oh, uh, Todd Bertuzzi. Doing the Todd Bertuzzi on the board. Now that's before you. A month, a month, a month before that dumb incident that he pulled. That's right. That was that year. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. to Mark. Damien Rhodes. Sorry, no Damien Rhodes. No Damien Rhodes. Johnny. I don't think we've gotten any goalies yet. No goalies. All three no. still on the board. Um, Andrew Burnett. Andrew Burnett. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Someone chuckling because everyone's like, "Oh, no goalies on the board." I'm gonna pick a center. Yes. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yep. Well, I he mean, picked was just, it was just before. Sw- it was just a swerve. <laughs> it was a, it was a cover his bases because he picked one Andrew and he's hoping for another. Yeah. I was just wondering, you know, because he played yeah, for the fair. Thrashers. That's fair. Uh, Lyle. Uh, thinking again of Canucks defenseman. Defenseman, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Matthias Oland. Matthias Oland's on that board. Oh, okay, that's good. a good one. Good, good, good. Led the team in shifts with 36, 25 minutes of ice time. 
it in was the, a it was a freaking beast for them back in, in the, the day. Man. Did you loss. say thirty five minutes of ice time? No, thirty five, thirty six shifts. Thirty seven, thirty six oh, shifts. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! I was like, yeah, that's like, holy <laughs> shit, man! That's Chris Pronger numbers, man! Jesus. And, and it also must be known the Thrashers won four to one in this game. Oh wow! So, Canucks had a good team back then, man. Yeah, they did. Mm. Uh, Mark, to you, Andy Sutton. Andy Sutton on the board. You're an expert. Nice. He had 41 shifts on the night for 25, <laughs> almost 26 minutes, just a second off of 26 minutes. Holy That's amazing. Fudge. Um, Johnny. Uh, Tommy Sallow. Tommy Sallow, sorry. Out on the board. Wow. Uh... Um, <laughs> drawing a blank here. Um, Ray Ferraro. Sorry, Ray Ferraro. Yeah, I I knew he wasn't there by that point. It's okay, um, you get, yeah, everyone gets one one. Uh, Mark, <sighs> it's Bobby uh, Holik. Sorry, no Bobby Holik. I always just assume everybody I say is on one of these teams at some point. At some yeah. Point. Johnny, to you. Uh, Dan Cloutier. On the board, Dan Cloutier. <sighs> the board. There's the goal. That's Canucks, right? Yeah. Canucks goalie. Yeah. Yep. One goalie down. Lyle to you. Well, don't ask me for goalies for the, oh. <laughs> uh, the goalies for the Thrashers in 2004. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, really. Eh? Um, Tony Herkus. Sorry. Yeah. Not there. Uh. Uh, Mark, you seem you seemed uh, like you knew possibly something triggered in your mind. Yeah, so uh, we, I mean, we just sort of talked about it. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna go Kerry Lettinen. Sorry, no Kerry Lettinen. Oh, uh, he was in the AHL at this point. Wow, Damn. darn. Johnny, uh, Brad Bombardier. No Brad Bombardier. I'm sorry. That's a good. I, I like that though. Like that pick. Up there, Lyle. Um, going back to Canucks. Hoping he's back with the team at this point. Trevor Linden. Trevor Linden's on the board. Ooh, oh wow. I didn't know where he was at that, but it was kind of that was kind of like still was, in his yeah. nomad stage at that point. Yeah. Oh, didn't know where the fuck he was. <laughs> Where's Trevor? <laughs> Mark. Scott Mellenby. Sorry. A little little late for Scott Mellenby this game. Like that's it's on the West Coast. Um so he's in bed by eight. Um Johnny. Um, Mike Career. Sorry, no Mike Career. Oh, I just wanted to add him to the list because he, yeah. he got that great job recently. Yeah. Job. Great job. Perfect yeah. perfect position for him, honestly. Oh, good for him. Well done. Yeah. He's got a big mess to clean up there in San Jose, yeah. though. But good best of luck to him. So it definitely shows how good he is. Because <clears throat> I think I think nothing of the world of him, and I'm just like, man, if he can get out of this mess, good oh, luck. if he if he can do that, give him GM, GM of the year, year constant, Jesus, um, Lyle to you, um, Yannick Perot, Yannick Perot, sorry, no, 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 another one of our favorites on the board. <sighs> so we will get to last call with Mark. Last call with Mark. Hmm, that damn Thrasher's goalie. <laughs> yeah. Curse you, Thrasher's goalie! Damn you, Ed Belfour! Uh-huh. <laughs> True story. Uh, 
I don't remember his first name, but the name Shields popped into my mind. Steve? I forget what his first Steve? name was. Steve. Steve Shields. Oh, dude, no, not there. Sorry. Shields' first name was. He was good in Buffalo. He was. Yeah, he was. He was very good in Buffalo for a while. Hot in Buffalo. Johnny last called. <laughs> Hot in Buffalo. Um. Hmm. Uh. Okay. So we've already had some random thrashers goalies thrown out there. Uh-huh. I feel like this is going to be just as random. Um. When it comes, when whenever you say who it is, but uh, let's see, who else can I think of that played for the Thrashers in goal? Um, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Sorry. So, um, Lyle. I never Lyle. remember when that actually happened. So, <laughs> I want to say it was oh three. Yeah, uh, I I said Yannick Perot, right? You did. Yeah, that was the wrong Yannick. I meant oh. Yannick Tremblay. Oh, of course, Yannick Tremblay. Who can forget about him? No, he's not there either. I didn't think so. <sighs> All right, so we'll go with the home team first, just so we leave the threat fully <laughs> for the end. <clears throat> Perfect. Brian Allen, uh, Bertuzzi, Wade Brookbank, Arden Shabarov, uh, Matt Cook, Mike Keen, uh, Ryan Kessler. Oh, wow. So I was going to say him, and I thought that was early. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Merrick Malik, Brad May, uh, Morrison Naslin, uh, Oland mentioned. Yarko Rutu on this team. Oh, that's right. Yes. Salo and the Sedins were mentioned. Uh, Brent Sopel, uh, Dan Cloutier, uh, but he only lasted 59 minutes because he got thrown out with 35 seconds left in the game. <laughs> uh, for intent to injure, and his backup was Johan Hedberg. Moose. Oh, the moose. Wow. The moose. Right. So I just assumed that the Thrashers had two goalies. So yeah. did I. <laughs> no, they actually won this game, amazingly. So for I mean, the they, thrashers, still, they still could have had two goalies. Like. True. Uh, Serge Alban, Jeff Cowan, Garnet Exelby, um, Jean-Luc Grandpierre, wow. Dan Heatley, uh, Francisek Caberlet, on this team. Mm-hmm. Great, yes. Thomas Kulasek, uh, Kovalchuk and Kozlov were mentioned, uh, Francis Lassard, uh, Ivan Majeski on this team, uh, of course, Caps yeah. legend, um, Sean McEachern, Ronald Petrovicki, uh, Savard was mentioned, Ben Simon, uh, Patrick Stefan on this team. Oh. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> and the first three picks of the 99 draft, that was the link. That was the link. Uh, Damn. Sutton, JP VJ, and Annette making 30 saves on 31 shots. You know why? You know why he saved 30 of 31? Why? Because why? nothing shall pass you, Nermanen. Oh, oh, my God. Passing Nermanen. <laughs> wow. You could have given me 300 guesses, and I would have never gotten past You could have given me the Atlanta Thrashers well, rock. No, I remember him. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I remember him because he was little... supposed to be, like, one of their next big things mm-hmm. for the Thrashers. He was that, that never-ending search for the, for the elusive yeah. starting goalie. Yeah. If you gave me every starting goalie the Thrashers ever had, I wouldn't have picked him. Oh, I wouldn't have picked him either. It's just, like I said, it's just that's a name from the past. I'm just like, oh yeah, passing Germany. He was supposed to be their next big thing, and then he faded away. Yeah, yeah. Played only three uh, seasons in the NHL. Yeah. enough. 
Seems like so much longer. <laughs> Can you guess how many wins in those three seasons he had? Total. 120 20. games. 20. 20 for Lyle. Mark? 18. 18. Johnny? 20 wins in three seasons? I'll give him 32. And Johnny's closest, 48. Well, there we go. 48, 52, and 12. Sold the, the man short. There we go. A 904 save percentage and a 289 goals against. You probably weren't selling him short enough. Um, <laughs> just in the win column, I think, maybe. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Lyle, we'll, we'll do this all again Friday. Friday at the same same time? Um, yeah, you can jump in whenever you want at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to jump in early, you want to jump in late. I don't know how long we're going to go. Sure. Uh, We'll be we'll be here long enough for whenever you jump in, obviously. Yeah. Your your usual start time? Your usual start time? Our usual start time. So that's like ten o'clock out there for you. No, um, it's not. Jesus what? Christ. Oh, it's ten thirty. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ten thirty. Yeah. So eight thirty my time is what you're saying. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, we're yeah. starting at uh, seven o'clock east. So seven o'clock eastern, eight o'clock my time. Yeah. There you go. Well. Yeah. It's Newfoundland, I think, is an hour and a half ahead of Eastern time, yeah. No, just a half an hour. Okay. Oh, half an hour ahead. Half what the an fuck's ahead. an hour and a half ahead? The they Atlantic used Ocean. to be an hour and a half ahead. They're, they're many years ago, and then they realized this is fucking stupid and just be- dialed it back a year, an hour. No, Newfoundland time's an hour and a half ahead. They're- of Eastern time, yeah, not of me. I'm on Atlantic time. They're only half an hour ahead of me. Well, that's why I said, what one's the hour and a half ahead of Eastern time? Oh, of <laughs> Eastern time. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I'm on Atlantic time. Lyle's it's like, it's only matters. a half an hour. I just told you I'm an hour ahead. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, wait, where's, where's, this, where's this mysterious half-hour time zone come from? I, I was told there would be no math, as you said. So. Well, the only reason I know that is because we had to do St. John Newfoundland, uh, St. John Maple Leafs games for the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, and I always had to adjust the math to Eastern right. time from where they were at. I'm like, fuck. Right. i got to be there at 5.30 <laughs> for this fucking 7 o'clock Newfie game? Fuck. <laughs> Lyle, thanks, buddy. We'll see you All on right. Friday. See you on Friday, guys. Take care. Good luck, Lyle, tomorrow. Good luck. Good luck to Lyle. You can catch all his coverage on SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey on Twitter. Johnny, how about some shout-outs, brother? I am going to give a shout-out to uh, drinking Dusk Till Dawn coffee variant on Friday. Um, it, it should happen. I think it's gonna make it make it happen. Fourteen three fourteen point three percent for the uh which one was this? This is the uh twenty twenty version of Dust Till Dawn. Uh, so sick and nasty. That should be a fantastic two hours of my life. <laughs> um I give a shout out to the draft. I've always I, I enjoyed this time of year when we got to see people and hang out and get drunk and smoke cigars and be debaucherous. Um, and now it's like a distant memory, right. um, but I have the pucks. So lots of, lots of pucking at the uh, NHL drafts over the, over the years. Yes. And uh, I give a shout out to Rachel. I mean, we only saw her once a year. All right. All right. All right. Mark? Yeah, I'll shout out the draft, even though I, had, I never had any intention of going to it and probably won't even really watch it on television. Uh, although, you know, I 
<clears throat> nothing else to do, so maybe. Um, shout out to... I don't know, finally. We're, we're not quite done with the deck and pool situation out back, but we're almost done. At least done enough. I, I need to do some landscaping. Does uh, does mm. does Stan have a guy for that? Oh, fuck yeah, yes. <laughs> Kidding me? Does he have a guy for that? What kind of cash question is that? I need some I need some bushes around the pool and some privacy trees around the oh, edge of my yard. He's yeah, got it. a couple guys. Make sure you yeah. keep the bushes around the deck trimmed well because it makes the deck look bigger. Makes the pool. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't um, want something too big on the bushes there around the deck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't want, and you don't want it tickling uh, people no. from underneath. No, there. no, no, it's, no it's not at all. No, no, agreed. It's a distraction at that point. Agreed. All right, uh, I think that's it. I'm tired. Hey, buddy. Uh, shout out to man, Luca doesn't listen. But fuck, he shout doesn't listen. Him. He doesn't listen. Who cares? If he does, hey, what up? Um, yeah. Um, like Johnny said, shout out to the draft time of year. It was always a fun, a fun haul. We the, the many stories we have. We could write a book. Probably should. Twelve hundred pages. Um. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cooper for being a good boy, getting his nails trimmed at the vet today. Ooh, that's work, Cooper. He's too fucking squirmy for me, and since Jen's not around for distraction um, purposes, um, yeah, so he has to go to the vet to get those clips. So he was a good good guy. He got, uh, he got some uh, extra wet food tonight for dinner, so he's having a good time. Um, Shout out selling cards. I sold a couple cards, and I'm going to put a couple more up. It's going to be a great time for everybody. So get that side hustle on. Get some of this inventory out of here. Uh, maybe maybe sell this one from Florida. Maybe sell this card. Right? A little, little like Connor McDavid in that fancy, fancy orange uniform they didn't wear. But everybody else in the arena wore it, and they're just like, I guess we didn't get the memo. Anyway, that's it. That's all. For Johnny P. Mark with the CM, Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction. You can catch us all on the places that you catch the podcatchers. And, hey, maybe even podcastmonsters.com. Who's the fucking say? Um, on the Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, though, you can catch us at FOHS Radio and on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. Contribute. Also, we got the uh, Teespring store. Uh, it's posted on the Twitter. It's got that pin quote. It's got that pin post right there, so you can click on that. Get yourself some face-off hockey show gear. Get yourself some Chesapeake Hockey Week gear. We're having a great time with that. So until Friday, we'll catch you then. Maybe we'll be streaming. Maybe we'll be not. But it'll be a podcast either way. Um, you guys be well, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Peace.